Blog Talk Radio. I said, a risen Savior, he's in the world today. Uh-oh, what happened? I said, a risen Savior, he's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy, and I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to him. He 
He lives salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He
Thank you for coming on tonight. I am your host, LaShawn from Texas. Texas. Uh, you know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my best to stay in character because I, something just came up that I made a joke, laughed at before I came on the radio. <laughs> so I'm gonna stay in character. But I am your host. Thank you for coming on tonight. I pray that you can hear me. Those that know how to reach out, uh, please send me a test. Let me know that you can hear me well. Thank you for joining me. You could have been doing anything else. So I thank the Father. Uh, Father God, I thank you for Prophetic Grace Network. I thank you for your serving, your prophet, Randy. Father God, I thank you that you touched his heart to give others opportunity to have a show, Father God. This is not our show. This is your show. I always say this is your radio station. Blog Top and Prophetic Grace Network belongs to you. We just show serving. You do what you need to do upon tonight. I always say, Holy Spirit, come in and have your way. Holy Ghost, fire fill this place. I command the angel, you say, in, according to your word, in Psalms 91, you have given angels charge over us to keep us in all thy ways. Father God, we know throughout the Bible there's angels, thousands upon thousands. Father God, I release them in this place. Father God, I release them, even over the airways, to stand against anything that's over this airway that's trying to corrupt, interrupt the line, the broadcast. We just give you the glory because we know uh, Blotop been having problems. Father God, we pray over this nation. We thank you, Father God, for the prophetic the prophetic insight that you have given unto your people, not just on a prophetic grace network. Father God, I'm talking about the real ones that you're raising up, Father God, to be your mouthpiece, to stand on the wall, to sound the alarm, Father God. They'll even give the warning that the weather pattern was going to change, Father God, that you've given the warning a couple weeks ago of concerning flood, concerning tornadoes, concerning uh, uh, water coming up after ocean, Father God. You spoke to your servant to sound the alarm, Father God. You give us this insight. You give us the prophetic eyes to see so your people can pray, Father God. And Father God, I thank you because even you spoke years ago 
everything you spoke, you spoke years ago, and then things begin to manifest. It might manifest tomorrow. It might manifest next week. It might manifest next year, but it sure is going to manifest because according to your word, Father God, there is a season, a time for everything. Even when you give us prophetic insight, there is a time and a season for everything. And so, Father God, we honor you and we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father God, and I just ask that you take over. What do you have for your people tonight? Uh, oh, Father God, if there is anything in me, Father God, I always say you deliver me, you heal me. Even the cry of David when he said the enemy was after him, but Father God, judge me. And Father God, we just stand in front of you today, Father God, and we ask that you heal and deliver your people. You know what they need tonight, Father God. You heard they cried this week. Father God, you heard they cried last month. You continue to hear they cry. Your word tell me you answer the cries of the righteous. Oh, Father God, you fight for the justice. And so, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this day, your daily bread. This is food. This is maybe a late lunch for some of you. This might be your dinner. This might be a snack. I might just be dropping a seed. But, Father God, this is your daily bread. And, Father God, whatever they need upon tonight, you speak to your people. I decrease so you can increase, Father God. That's what the book of John told us. You increase and we decrease. You have your way up on tonight. Thank you for covering me. You cover this life. I speak a covering over this life. I speak a covering in this place that there will be no transfer in the spirit. Oh, Father God, I thank you for fighting every battle. I thank you for fighting for us. In the name of Jesus. Let me start out with this. I've been on um, PG. I, I'm just so grateful. Some of y'all know my testimony. How long have I been on Prophetic Grace? Work. And when the opportunity was presented to me, I didn't even want it. <laughs> you know, I told this testimony because I was dealing with something in my life. I was going through the things in my life with my marriage. Um, there was a lot that I was dealing with, not only marriage, but the enemy was hitting my health. Uh, was trying to take me out through my health, and I, I didn't want to, I'm be honest, I didn't want to be on the radio, because I, I felt like I wasn't ready to be on the radio, how am I going to minister to others when I'm, like, trying to figure out what's going on in my own household, in my own situation, I tell people, okay, good luck with that, God ain't doing nothing but laughing, because every time, I didn't even want to hear a prophetic word, be honest with you. I would call in for prayers, and I would, they would end up saying, well, God said for you to pray. He wants you to pray for the people. And I'd be like, what? I'm 
I'm, I'm trying to get prayer. Oh, I will go down there and, and get in the, um, the line for church to get prayer, and I will hear the word. God say, he say, continue to pray. And, you know, I go to the prayer on Saturday because I'm on the prayer team. I, God say, continue to pray. That's all I will hear. He say, for you to pray. You need to not let this, don't let this be a season. Your mouth is shedding. You need to continue to pray. And he was just using the best time. And we taught on that, that God will show up in your life. If you allow him to show up in your life, it's when you're going through your trial and tribulation, when you're going through transition. That's the best time. I'm talking about transition to something new, new beginning, new place, new assignment. That's the best time for him to show up. It ain't the it ain't the time for you to throw in a towel. That is the time you want to draw nigh unto the Father. That's the time you're going to get your strength. That's the time that he's going to build you. That's the time that he's that broken heart, that wounded heart. That's the time he's going to heal it. That's the time he needs to turn down and rebuild you, put you in the fire, try you like fire. That is your time. You got to let him have your way. You got to keep going. Because he would not put more on you that you can't handle. He's not going to give you to the lion's den. He's not going to, with the last breath, you should be worshiping him and praising him. I'm weak. When I'm weak, you're strong. Because you're my strong tower. You're my help. You're fighting for me. You saying you get angel charge over me. That's not the time for you to give up. And so I remember I will pray. And when the the one I tell you one I, I am a living witness to everything you read, it's like he's dropping bread crumbs. I will call it bread crumbs. And that's the word he gave me. He dropped breadcrumbs. You got to walk and chew it. Walk and eat it. I am the true bread of life. He's the bread. He, he's the meat. In the book of John, he said, I am the meat. The, her other disciples, when he was at the well with the woman, they went into the village, the town, to go get some meat. And they come back to give him the meat. He then said that over, over in the book of John, I am the true meat. And when they brought the meat back, they was willing to get with him. He said, I already had my meat. And they looking at each other. Who fed him? Did anybody give him some meat? I am. This is Jesus Christ. I am the true meat. I'm the meat that you need. You eat it just for dinner. That's why I say this is the bread. You eat it. It might be a snack for some of y'all, but he's the bread of light. When you read the when you read his word, that's the bread. That's your daily bread. You should have your daily bread every day. Sometimes we get worried and we get beat down and woke down. I promise you, your daily bread, your daily bread is the word. When you get into that word, if you <laughs> You don't have to sit there and read the word. You can sit there and let the word minister to you. 
There's many ways you can get the word into you. And I promise you, it's going to strengthen you. It's going to build you back up when you get the word. And then, I'm going to say this. I have to say this. I have to say this. When I would go to the church, the Holy Spirit had led me, the Holy Spirit would be in my ear. Daughter, listen, listen. Sometimes y'all would catch me saying, listen, listen. Because that means pay attention. There are certain words in the Bible that stands out that you have to really, really pay attention to have an ear to really hear what the spirit of the living God is saying. And I was here, listen. Don't be so quick to say amen and hallelujah. I need you to listen. And you're going to know what they say. You're going to catch certain things you need to listen. And trust me, I used to catch it. Used to catch certain certain things that mm-mm, they they was quoting wrong Bible verse and stuff. I ain't say nothing, but that's how the Holy. When you spend time with the Father, you will begin to catch stuff like that. I will really pay attention to whatever that minister was teaching. The Holy Spirit will move my eyes. Look at their hands. Look at their eyes. Look at the way they move. Look, look, look what's around their wrist. Look what's around their neck. Look what's on the pulpit. Look, will move my eyes. Listen. Do not just get in the line and. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I used to think them people that were falling out, I was like, that stuff's so fake. They need to quit playing. I used to say that. Don't get up there and just fall out. You better listen to what they're saying to you. Start pulling out your phone, record the word or something. You got to listen. And don't be combative with them. If you don't believe what they say, you go back to the Father and then ask him, did you tell them that? This is this from you. Trust me, he's going to come back and say something. And if you rebellious, if you walking in rebellious and you did not ready to reject the word, a dangerous thing that you can ever do is reject, you know, okay, your discernment. We need to pray for the discernment of spirit. When you have discernment of spirit, you're going to know what is of him and what is not of him. And I would tell people, do not get yourself in trouble by putting your mouth or rejecting something because everybody ain't going to speak the same. Everybody ain't going to be like the pastor that you normally uh, is uh, used to. It's going to be different. Some people going to give you a word that's going to be different. Some people might give you a little soft, gentle word. Some people might give you the tough, rough word. It depends on what situation and what you're doing. And so, you know, I tell people, I always tell them, you better go to the Father. Don't be, I don't know about that. No, you get yourself in trouble. You'll get yourself in trouble. It's many times. I'm telling you. I'm telling y'all know Mother Ruth, Sister Ruth. There are some times y'all know she was tough, and I, I no, 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 no. Because I learned in the Word, even through the Book of Proverbs, told me, even through the Word, you don't do that. 
I will sit there quiet and listen. And then when I get off that phone or whatever, now Lord, that, that I, I don't that I just don't feel right in my spirit. Can you help me with this? I ain't never told her or told no leader. I went to the father. Either he gonna say yeah or he gonna say no. I'ma tell y'all something. And when he said no, no, he said no. Uh uh-uh. uh. They was in flesh or they was in their guilt or they did something that was not of him. He will always help them come back. Many times they have came back and said, I want to apologize. I want to correct. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't talk to you. They're going to do it. If you're going to tell anybody, the best person you can tell on anybody is tell your father. Tell him and he'll get them. You don't have to fight them. You go tell your father. Because when you fight the when you fight people in flesh, you're going to lose all the time because we wrestle not with flesh and blood. So when you fight in flesh, you're going to lose. You tell the father, I remember, remember my aim. And she said, I couldn't understand why you were always say, tell the father on them. Go, you go to your father on that. She said she couldn't understand. But she said, just about a year ago, she came to me and she said, I see why you used to say that. And you was absolute right. Go tell the father on them. He can handle them better than you can. And you keep doing what you need to do. So I don't know why I'm sharing that tonight. Don't worry about how you sound, how you look. Don't worry, be so caught up in that. Sometimes you got to get up, teach. I'm, and, and this what a this is what I want to share with somebody on here. You might not be able to go outside your house. And we learned that during the pandemic to ministry. When they when they was telling me when 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 I was going through what I was going through, people would come up to me and say, Well, tell me about your ministry. And I'm like, what is these people talking about? I will get that all the time. Well, tell me about your ministry. And they would say, You got a ministry. And I'm like, I don't have a ministry. Due to the lack of understanding and knowledge, I thought ministry, you have to be in the pulpit. No, you do not. And I will get that word ministry. You're going to be in ministry. You're going to be doing ministry. I didn't understand what ministry really means until when he gave me the understanding and knowledge of what ministry was truly was. And so some of y'all are going to be used in your own home. To minister to his people. You're a minister when you, someone calls you on that phone and you're praying for them, you're a ministry. When you send, if you're giving them a word of encourage, a word of knowledge or whatever, you're a ministry. And some of y'all might not be able to to leave the house, that he's going to use you right there in your home to minister to the people. You can do it on the phone. You can do it on a, a conference call. You can do it on live Zoom. You can do it on Facebook. You can even have people to come to you and have a little night once a month, a night of Bible study in your own home. He will use you like that. You just need to ask them, what do you want me to do in this season, in this hour? Well, let's go to the book of John 12. Look what Jesus said. The book of John 12, let's go down to 
46. I am, look what he say. I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Look what he say. Let's go down to 49. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that this commandment is life everlasting. Whosoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father say unto me, so I speak. He was talking to, at that time, they were going around saying, well, how he going to say he's, he, he's, he, he's the meat, he's the light, he's this, he's that. He come from heaven, he's the bread. We use some Moses. Y'all know how the story went, how they were doing Christ. Whosoever believes, whosoever believes in I, even in the book of John, tell us, if you abide in me and I in you. I mean, his word got to be in you. If you don't believe, which we know some people don't believe, that Christ was the son of man. When the book of John told us in the beginning, before we can get to the end, it have to be a beginning. Come on, somebody better catch that. Before we can even get to the beginning, we know he's the beginning to the end, and we know he's the end to the beginning. We cannot get away with the old, the old Testament. Now, y'all better, come on, come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, come on, come on. I hear you. How are you going to say, if people even came to me and said, oh, you are, you, you that Old Testament ministry. No, I'm not no Old Testament ministry. I am whatever my father say I am. That's what Jesus was saying in uh, John chapter 12, we just read it. I say what he tells me to say. I do what he tells me to do. He didn't consider himself as the Old Testament and the New Testament and the new m b millennium. I am who he sent me. I am the true bread. I am the true uh, meat. If you drink from this cup, you will never thirst again. I am the drink that you need. I am the wine. I am the new wine skin. Come on, Holy Spirit. I am the provider. I am the shelter. I am the shepherd. I am the lamb. Come on. I am the lamb that have been slain. I came here to save the world. I came here as the word. Because in the beginning was the word. And we know how that went. He said, whosoever believe. He said, I am 
come a light into the world. The meaning that I came as the light. I didn't come as darkness. I came as the light. And wherever the light, darkness can't withstand it. Wherever light, darkness don't want to be around. Look what he said. Let's back up. And if any man hear my words and believe not, listen. If any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. Somebody better catch that part. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Even though you don't believe me, Jesus, if you don't believe me, you Pharisee, you Gentile, you stiff neck, you lukewarm, you carnivore, even though you don't believe me, I ain't going to judge you. That's not my job. I came here as the light. I came here to give you real food. I came here to give you a drink. As he told the woman that was at the well, if you only knew who were asking you for a drink, if you drink even when at the day of Pentecost, is anybody thirsty? Let them come and drink. Those who thirst for righteousness that shall be filled. I came to give you fresh water. I came to give you a fresh word. I came to give you the fresh oil. I came to deliver you and set you free. I came as the true light. I came as the healer. I came as the deliverer. I am who I say I am. Who am I talking to tonight? That's what Jesus said. Not LaShawn. I'm just quoting what he said. I didn't come, even though you don't believe me, I'm not going to judge you because that's not what I came here to do. And sometimes we can get caught up judging people. I have done it myself. But Jesus, I came here to give life and life abundantly. I came here to set the captains free. Those who follow, those who follow me, this is Christ. Those who follow me, you have to deny yourself. And you have to learn how to pick up your own tree, cross, and you have to follow me daily. So, in order for us, because if I really tell you, if I really, I was telling somebody, there are things, when you're speaking the truth, when you're going through, when people are being set free, when you speak the words and you're speaking true words, change begin to fall off of people. They mind will be in Christ. They mind will be healed and delivered because the word is like a two-edged sword. It begins to cut. It begins to mold. It begins to release into people's life that have been binded up stuck 
and stagnated, they begin to walk in the true light. Because wherever the spirit of the living God is, there is liberty. Come on. You're going to know them by their fruits. There's time when you're speaking the word of God and there's power. When it says power lies in your tongue, life, death, life and death is in the power of your tongue. Do you not know I have taught on the different weapons that you can use? Do you not know your hand is a weapon? Oh, somebody better listen. Do you know not know your feet is a weapon? Uh, and do you not know your mouth is a weapon? The Holy Spirit had to show me this thing. You got to be careful, my daughter. What? <coughs> Excuse me. You got to be careful, my daughter, about what come out your mouth. Excuse me. I tell you, Mm. I taste some water. You got to be careful about what come out your mouth. Your mouth is a weapon. Your mouth is a weapon. Your hands is a weapon. When you praising, and even when you praying, do you not notice some people pray and they begin to clap their hands? The Holy Spirit begin to reveal to me and open my ears. When you clap your hands, the enemy does not like that. <clears throat> they don't like that sound. It's a sound that's in your hands. The enemy don't like when you stomp your feet. Do you not know when you are praying and you're clapping your hands and you're stomping your feet, you literally, for some of you literally heard the ground shake when you're stomping your feet. When the word tells us, Behold, I've given you the authority to tread that show feet. You got power. Some of us can stomp our feet and everything around us begin to shake and move out the way. I'm here to tell you something that I know for myself. I have seen it for myself. One time in prayer, I begin to stomp my feet. And you better believe, stomping your feet will make the enemy back up. I have seen the enemy back up. I have seen 10 feet demons, black demons, with their hands banged up behind their hands. And they cannot touch you. Your mouth is a weapon. When some people pray, pray and their voice begin to elevate, all oh, them demons don't like that and make them feel uneasy and make them feel agitated. Even your presence, some of you got light around you. When God, when Jesus said, abide in me and I in you, you know when people are spending time with the true Holy Spirit, when you begin to go out in public, they begin to see the light shine on you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Y'all give me a second. 
I've been dealing with this respiratory infection. <clears throat> I guess it's trying to come up now because I'm drinking this tea. Huh? Yes, please. <clears throat> I've been drinking some hot tea, so I guess it's trying to come all up. So please forgive me. They ain't going to stop me. I'm going to keep going. Let me stop sipping on this tea right quick. So, you begin, that's why I said this Luke 10 and 19, that Bible verse is so true. People don't like to be, do you not know, even on prayer line, though the people that's dealing with things up on inside of them start getting agitated. They begin to fall off. Because the spirit that's in them can't stand even when you speak in the word. The word's going out like fire. The word's going out like sword. The word's going out like uh, 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 arrows. So let me tell you something. I seen in a vision where angels were standing up with the bow and arrow. And I began to say, Father, what is that? And, you know, that's why you got to be careful. When the Holy Spirit showed you something, because everybody can't interpret it. But one thing I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, when you ask the Holy Spirit what it is, he's going to show you in the word. And he began to show me one until I went to California and opened the Bible that was at my cousin's house when he told the king, open the window. Uh, take the bow and arrow and begin to shoot it. He asked him, what was that? He said, that's the arrow of deliverance. Oh, God, that the arrows, the bow and the arrow represent the arrows of deliverance. Seeing angels shooting these arrows out. That was the arrows of deliverance. You have to know these things. I always go back and ask the Father what it is. He'll come back and tell you. If it's for, for, uh, from him, he'll come back and tell you what it is. But he began to show me even the horses that's in the earth with the angel. And then he began when I seen it. I'm like, oh, my God, I seen it in a vision. Then he took me to the word to Zechariah. When we begin to read Zechariah, you begin to know that there's horses, war horses, with the war angel in the earth. They have different positions in the earth. And you better believe the war horses does fight for you. They hook. Come on. Where's they hook at? The hook is on the feet. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Your feet even have power. Mm, somebody better catch you. Your feet have power. So he began to reveal this to me that even the angels, mean the horses, they hook the foot of a horse. When they step their feet down on the earth, it began to ricochet. It began to shake things up. It began to swallow things that's around you that's trying to take you out. You got so much on your side fighting for you. Only if you knew every every season you go through, everything you go through, he began to reveal to you so you can keep going on. I have this fighting for you. I have this and this and this. I don't care if they live through. <laughs> okay. Let me calm myself down. 
I would give people would pray for me. These people that can see through muddy waters. Oh, I, they looking at you through crystal ball. They open the portal. They monitor you. Da da this. And I'm like, Lord, every time these people pray on me, prophesy me, can I get a can I get something? No, I don't never get can I get something? The angels right here, the you know, can I can I I'ma see the light or something? And they looking through the crystal ball. They doing this and they monitor you. They evil eye you. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, I just start going to God like this is not my my story. They don't like you. They hate your name in hell and all this. Well, what are you saying, Father? And when he began to show me, when he began to show me through prayer, I don't care if they looking at the crystal ball. I don't care if it's a man in the room looking at me. If you up in that room looking at me, guess what? Okay, come on, no, no, in here, because you're going to see me how to war. You're going to see how I get down in prayer. Come on. Because he'll begin to show you things that you can use that they don't like. You begin literally when you pray, I have felt where something will place in my hand. That's why you should always pray. It was the sword that was placed in my hand. And before you know, I was swinging my hand, swinging it. Swinging like it was something in there, swinging. And the other person was like, what is this woman doing? She, she... She kind of going, what is she doing? A guy that paint prophetic, a prophetic, he's a prophetic a painter, painted a picture with a sword in my hand. They will come. God will give you what you need. He will give you what you need. This ain't the time to, for you to give up. I told you he don't need no coward soldier. You got the great defender on your side. You got the great person. What do it tell us? The Holy Spirit is the great intercessor. When you don't know how to pray, that's why they say pray, pray in the spirit. Let me and let me break some of this tradition and religion off of you. It's no such thing as an unknown tongue. That is not biblical. It's not in the Bible. Why would it be unknown when he know what it is in heaven? There is no such thing as unknown. No. Where did that come from? I don't know and I don't care. But it's not in the Bible. It's, it's not no unknown tongue. Nothing is not unknown to our Heavenly Father. He's not the author of confusion. Nothing is unknown. And so when you go to him in your secret place and you're speaking in the language and then you have to understand tongues as different language. <clears throat> Even when they spoke on the day of Pentecost, that was a different type of tongue. That was the type of tongue that everybody that was out there in the street, that those disciples were speaking in their language. See, that's a different type of tongue. It's not no unknown tongue. 
And so, <clears throat> so we're going to leave that one alone. Why would you say it's unknown when you're in the secret place and you're praying and you're speaking in that, that language? And some people will know and can interpret it. Oh, you're speaking in my language. We have to be taught the right thing. And so when you don't have understanding, God is breaking the what's going on. There's a great shaking hitting this earth. There's a great shaking in those that's in the prophetic, in the intercessor, in what he showed me about you, intercessor. We are crying out for the intercessor to arise. You have to rise in this season. It's required for you to rise up in this season. The intercessor, look, <clears throat> let me tell you something. I will be a doorkeeper. If you say, LaShawn, go stand at that door and guard that door, you know what? <clears throat> if he want me to be a doorkeeper for a year, I would do it. I'd rather be the doorkeeper than be in the hands of the wicked. I'd rather be the doorkeeper and not do nothing for the kingdom of God. <clears throat> Whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to do it. If he say, I want you to rest, I'm going to rest. I don't care what nobody's saying. If he tell me to rest, that's what I'm going to do. If he tell me I need you to do be a gatekeeper for my kingdom, a gate, do you not know the gatekeeper is the intercessor? Come on. That's why you got to get with somebody that know these things and he has showed them these things. They have the ability. He released keys. I have seen keys in the spirit realm where he released keys. They have the ability to lock up and unlock. The intercessor is very important because they are joint earned to Christ. They are needed to Christ. And when you are in the self, he begins to show you things as well. We cannot overlook the intercessors. We need the intercessor in this hour. We need the intercessor to arise in this hour. You need to teach your children how to pray. You need to teach your children about the Holy Ghost, the true Holy Ghost, the true Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to teach these children how to be led by the Spirit. How? We need to teach them about wicked. Yep, demons are real. Yep, that stuff is real. And we need to teach them about the dark and the light. Because if you don't teach them, they are going to be taught on the internet. They are going to be taught on TikTok. They are going to be taught on social media. They are going to be taught in college. They are going to be taught at a younger age, even in the schools. You know how many witchcraft books they have in the library at the school? Come on. You know some schools bring strippers in the school with a stripper pole? That had happened before. You know they bring the drag queen into the school? You 
It's our responsibility to get a hold to our child at a very young age and teach them right from wrong. Teach them thy way. Teach them the way of the living true God. It's our responsibility. See, this is what I like about the old days. See, when the single parent worked, I had seen my grandmama go out and she would take all because she worked at the church. She was doing things in the church. She worked at the funeral home, the church. <clears throat> she would take every kid in the project, every kid in the neighborhood to church. Why they are not doing that these days? She gathered up the children in the neighborhood and took them to church. These children want to go to church with her. Gather my friends them and took them to church. On Sunday, everybody know they were going to church with Miss Josephine Williams. Why we don't see that? Why are we so afraid to even speak to the young generation? If we be for Christ, he's going to protect us. Oh, you can't say none of them. They shooting you. You're speaking like you're speaking dead. You're speaking negative. When these children, they need that because they don't have it from home. I'm still old school. We have to teach them. Even if they ain't taught in the house. When when they when when they parents ain't at home. The neighbor looked out for your children. They took their children to church. Why are they not doing that these days? You get hold to your children at a younger age. You read, I don't care how much they're going to twist their body, turn, yeah, fight you. No. For me in my house, we will serve the Lord. For as me in my house, we are going to serve the Lord until you get a certain age. Once you get out there and you do what you do, that, that's your problem. But you going to go to church. I remember my aunt and them. <laughs> I remember them. They were like, no, they, they kids was in high school. You going to church. As long as you up in this house, you going to church. You would not tell me you ain't going to church. You going to go to church. Come on, let's go to church. That's how it was. That's, that's, that's the type of household I grew up in. Then, check this out, <clears throat> your auntie, your grandmama, because I'm going to be honest, my mama didn't even go to church, but my auntie would come and get me, my grandmama would get us and take us to church, even though my mama didn't go. They come get the kids and take us to church. I was 20-some years old. Still would come get me and take me to church. She would drive way from Thorny, way from Pleasant Grove. We in Box Springs. Um, she would drive and come take, take, take me to church. In church Wednesday, in church Sunday. We, we, grew, up, we grew up in church. Now I can't tell you I was I was in there and I I I heard words you know I heard the Bible verse but I ain't have no understanding of I ain't gonna even lie I ain't gonna sit up here and act like I knew that no I heard it but it helped me because I knew that fear it was always a fear in me not to do certain things 
Even though, yep, I was going to the club, I rode back to see roll, to see roll, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. Now slide, slide. You know, I was on that flow doing all that. <laughs> I was a drum major. <laughs> I was a drum major. So I, <laughs> my family, whole family knew how to dance. You know, I was in a band. So we were battle. I would be battling in the club, battle on the field. <laughs> oh, I'm making a little joke, but I'm being honest. Was in the club. They would tell me, "How can you stand on that floor that long and dance, and you you don't even drink, you don't even smoke? How can you do that?" I did. I didn't. I didn't drink or smoke. Didn't do it. But I would be on that floor cutting up. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for saving me. So, <laughs> but I tell you what, we still went to church. I'm telling you, we went to church. We did. And so I don't see that these days. My ain't it called. Let me tell you my ain't it called and say, can you call your daughter and tell your daughter to get your grandkids ready because I'm taking them to church. Do you not know how that made me feel to hear my ain't it called and say, call your daughter because I'm going to go get the kids and I'm taking them to church with my grandkids? See, that's what the elders used to do back up in the day. And I'm going to take them to church. That's what they did. It touched my heart to see kids in church. And kids are being used in church because when I was coming up, I was in the choir. Don't know how to sing. Singing them songs. We had to go everywhere with my grandmama. To the, went to everybody's funeral, sat at the back, because she worked at the funeral home. She urchin in the church. Went to the pastor house after church. You talking about church all day. Went to the pastor house. We playing with the kids, and they eating. They, I mean, things are just different, different. They know more about wicked. They know more about the money. They know more about witchcraft than they know about the true life the true living God, and something is not right about that. You got to get hold to this young generation. The reason why the enemy is after the young generation, because us, for if our parents supposed to have been on the front line to make way. My grandmama and them did do that. Your mama, now it's me, you know, then when we move out the way, it should be our children doing it for their generation. That's why generate. we should be coming together praying that they will put prayer back up in the school. Even though the Holy Spirit said they might not pass a law with the prayers in the school, but the kids going to know how to pray. They're going to be praying on those. And when they on their way to school, on the bus, they're going to get together with little groups praying on the playground, and they're going to be praying in the cafeteria that he was going to put his spirit into these kids, and prayer is definitely going to be in the school. Might not be allowed, but these kids going to be raised up to know how to pray, know how to hold hands. I see a vision. He began to show me a vision of kids, elementary kids, holding hands at the cafeteria as they begin to eat breakfast, as, as they begin to eat lunch praying, kids praying and talking about God and talking about the Holy Spirit. 
that day is coming that he's going to pour out his spirit upon these young children to where they're going to be laying hands upon their parents and you're going to see cancer drying up. They're going to lay hands on their parents and they no longer have going to have diabetes and high blood pressure. There's going to be a day and somebody, I better start writing this down, that he began to show me that his hand is going to touch the youth in Chicago. There's going to be a day that he's going to raise up this young generation that's going to walk in true miracle. They are going to see things that is the true living of God. They're going to speak his word at a young age. He's going to give them dreams and visions. He's going to put his spirit in them at a younger age. Because what did he say about the children? They faith is stronger than ours. Come on. You better pay attention. I am a living witness to these children. That's the reason why you got to teach them, put the word up in them right now. So when they do go out, they're going to find their way. Come on, Holy Spirit. When they go out, they're going to find their way back to the Father. Not back to you, but back to the Father. When they're in a situation, they ain't going to call on mama. They ain't going to call on daddy, but they're going to call on the name above all names. The kings of kings, the lords of lords. Jesus, I need you right now. Jesus, come into this dumb room. Oh, they're going to be praying for their own college, their college roommate because you didn't put the word up in them. Let me tell you something. And I heard this man of God saying this the other day on one of his lives. We cannot and we cannot afford not to pay attention when the spirit, the discernment of spirit is being, it is, you know, sometimes you'll feel a pull. He will begin to show us things. And I, I'm telling you, I have been guilty of that, especially this will mess a lot of us up because I have done it. When you're a seer and you see things and when the Holy Spirit or your discernment begin to kick in about your own family, about those close to you, sometimes we don't want to see it. We overlook it and we cannot afford to do that. We cannot afford to do that. If he show your vision before you walk out that door, uh, it, it's going to be a car wreck. You need to pray or be still for a while. Or if he's sitting up there, you can't find your keys, just sit down and say, well, Lord, what do you want me to see? What do you want me? Them keys going to pop up somehow. He could be protecting you from something. If he tell you not to go, don't go. You can get yourself in trouble especially when it comes down to your family. I'm telling you, you have to pray and say, Lord, sharpen my discernment. Sharpen my discernment. Sharpen my discernment. If he say don't do it, don't do it. If he give you a vision, do not overlook it. 
Ask him for more discernment, more wisdom of what he's showing you. There's time I've seen things about my own child that I did not want to see. But I know I have to pray. Even though I don't want to see it, I have to pray. I have seen things about my own friend. I have seen things about people, the Holy Spirit, and kind of told me that he was going to take them and stuff like that. I, I mean, we, 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 we just have to know. And so, Father God, <clears throat> and I want to say this. I, I want to say this. I remember a year, maybe a year ago, and it, it's, it's, it's on PGN. I just can't recall the exact time because I don't have it. That's the reason why. We tell you, you know, people to write things down, record it. This is history. As the one, as the men of God, even Randy, Terrence, and Tamisha, whoever, as they are flowing in the prophetic, they can't write down what they're saying because the Holy Spirit's on them. You do have to have a stroll of somebody that can write these things. So when these things happen, we have records. We have proof. On PGN, the Holy Spirit showed me and spoke, and not just me, I'm pretty sure other ones, there are going to be a time that we, our young generation, are going to know that the book, which is his word, is real that is going to begin to manifest. Everything in that book that comes from heaven, I don't care what they took out, what they added, when the Holy Spirit revealed to me that there was lost books, there was maps that got it in a vault, the Levada got it, and he told me, but I am the true book. I am the book. And for those who hunger and thirst for the truth, he was going to release it to them, unto them. True revelation, deep revelation. And trust me, he will. He began to reveal to me that there are going to be things that our young generation, this, this generation right here, and we are part of it as well, are going to see some things that we have not seen before. He also revealed that on the West Coast, He's going to release the beast. There was going to be a beast coming up out the ocean because there's a kingdom up under the ocean. They keep digging. They keep blowing up stuff. He was going to release it. There were going to, these young generation going to know, woe, evil is evil and good is good. Woe unto them to make evil good and good, evil. We are going to see that, and we have. Look what they're doing with the music and concert. He began to show me that they're going to know demons are demons and angels are angels. They are going to come, things are going to be in this earth because what they are doing. 
God has been protecting us and trying to hold things back. He said he was going to release it. These things that y'all see and these stories that you hear people say, some of this stuff is real and some of the stuff, oh, it could be a okie-dokie, but some of the stuff real because he let us know. I remember seeing a vision that it was this black thing with big old black wings, a black, this creature, ugly-looking creature, huge black-looking creature, big old huge black wings, was wounded. It's like it fell out the sky. And I began to say, well, what is that? I always say, what is that? All these police came. Police, FBI. Now, this is a vision. Now, it's a difference between vision, a trance. You can have a trance. I, 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 I had a trance before. Uh, dream. This is a plain vision. Some people see pictures. And I'm like, it was like it was it was it was playing out right in front of my eyes, a vision. And all these police, every police, all the police, every they had every secret service, everything. Cause this thing was making a real screechy sound, a real loud sound. And so, you know, they found out the thing was there and they come to capture. And I asked them, I said, do y'all not know what that is? I said, I asked the Holy Spirit, what is that? And I heard a fallen angel that had been wounded. This is what this is what I'm seeing in a vision. This is what I heard. It's a fallen angel that had been wounded. And the noise that he was making, it, it was making, I don't know if it was a he, I'm just saying he. It was making was to cry out for help to come help it because it was wounded. So I was telling the police, if y'all capture this thing, y'all gonna be in trouble because he is crying out. That thing is crying out for others to come and help it. This is in, this is in a vision. This vision I had last year in the summer. Okay. Have y'all not been looking at the news? I begin to see you can't tell everybody everything. These people that say they can see muddy water and see all these angels end up telling this man about it. He told me that's a fake vision. That's a fake vision. And just I laugh. I laugh. Don't y'all let these people. They try to... <laughs> They try to mess with you. That ain't ain't no angel with no wing. Angel don't have no wing. Now remind you, I told him the vision, just like I'm telling y'all. I didn't say it was one of God's angels. I say the Holy Spirit said it was a fallen angel. And I went back to the Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit, now I just can't make this up in my own mind. I can't just come and make this up. What was that? And every time he showed me stuff in a vision, I always would tell him, give me some type of proof. Show me. Let me give me back up. Show me that this is what I seen and this is what you showed me. I 
went on the internet now. I went on the internet and I put in fault. I kid y'all not. I just put a fallen angel on the internet. That little ugly creature with them big old black wings, I seen that picture on the internet and it said fallen angel. All black with big black wings. Fallen angel. This is for somebody on here. Whatever God give you, because he'll give you things that beyond what your eyes can see. Because he show it to you, that don't mean he show it to everybody else, especially those who say, oh, I can see this and I can see that. These people are trying to intimidate you and try to make like you're not seeing what you're seeing. You can't share everything with everybody. So many things I have seen in my prayer closet of horses, just like God got horses up on the earth with the angels. Guess what? Satan got his horses up on the on the earth too. One time in my prayer closet, I seen these big old horses. They was black with skeleton-looking things riding on them. And I say, you know, we're going to meet. What is that? You ask him, what is that? I heard ready riders. Ready riders. That's what I heard. And it was around 2 o'clock, 2 by 2 something in the morning. 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. And the Holy Spirit began to ministered to me and said, these are the things that's right out right now at night. They come to kill souls. They come to take souls. These are things that when we do release this, it's for you to pray. Yes. Just like that God got his angels on the horse. That's controlling, they, they assigned to different regions. Well, guess what? Satan got his angel on his, his fallen angel and demons on horses too. And say these are out at this time. And they call ready, and I heard ready riders. And they out to get souls, kill souls. That's why certain things happen at certain time at night. That's why some of your intercessors need to be up on your watch post at that certain time. I'm telling you. Then the Holy Spirit began to tell my God, Holy Spirit, can I tell him? He began to take me deeper. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all. That's why I say can't tell everybody everything, but it's, it's a time to release it now because these are things that's manifesting on the earth right now. And But you don't know. You got to pray against these things. He began to show me how a sports team have this sign, Ready Riders, as their mascot. Oh, you better understand what's going on in the sports arena, what's going on in the music industry. Just a week ago, 
had a dream about at a concert. Now, I shared this on Facebook. And I'm sitting up there. I'm, I'm on the top. I was on the top. I guess the top, the second, whatever they call it. It was a concert. I wasn't on the bottom floor. I was on the top. And three women on the stage, and one had on like a white witchy witch, a scary face, a powder on their face. Nobody knew who that who she was. And I was hearing in my dream, Madonna, Madonna, the singer Madonna. The Holy Spirit revealed to me it was Madonna, and she had on a necklace real quick. She did it real quick. She cast a spell. On the crowd through a necklace she had on. And I said, That's a witch out loud. And then this other guy said, She's a witch. And when we began to expose her, she got off stage. Now listen, listen. And then so it started turning to like it was a theater act. And I'm like, Okay, now what they doing now? Is this a concert or this is a stage play? And I can see behind the stage the person that was coming out behind the stage who was no longer Madonna. It was Jennifer Lopez. And I say, hmm, Jennifer Lopez? But remind you, the guy kept saying, that's a witch, that's a witch. And the more we say that's a witch, they will not come out. Guess what? And the Holy Spirit saying, they cast and spell through the jury. Well, I don't even think it was a week. I don't know. I don't know if anybody was on here when I released that word on, the, on, on, on Facebook. I don't even think it was a week. Guess who in the news? Buying Jerry, Jennifer Lopez. Then a couple of days later, guess who in the guess guess who in the news? Just did a concert, and guess what? She got jury on, and the jury she got on was very the money, and she had an open porter on stage. Come on, one and come before destruction. Don't just come on people page or on the radio and they releasing things like this and you're not praying. We are sounding the Lord. He showed us in the dream that this was about to take place and this is how they doing it through the jury. You've got to pray. Souls are being snatched. Exactly. When he give us stuff like that, we ain't trying to concern for the thing. I don't even want to say nothing because, like I say, people just be like, yeah, whatever. No, we, we got the releases so you can pray because these people that's going to these concerts, they don't have a clue. Some of them don't have a clue, but God is shaking them up. Then no, this is not where you need to be. You need to get out. There's more demonic concert, and some of these people are waking up. We got to sound the alarm. This is what they're doing. This they're trying to get snatch up many souls on the dark side than anything. 
And so, I'm going to leave it as that. <clears throat> Get in your word. Ask, God, ask the Father to sharpen your discernment of spirit. Pray. You sit there. You bring, you bring your children. You bring your children to a place where you can get fed. And if the Father helps somebody in your life, you better stay connected to them and get what you need to help you. You, you can't teach your children. You better get them around somebody that can I baby, I I don't know that word, but I know somebody, uh 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 pastor, uh uh, uh pastor Tim, he know that word. We gonna let no, mm brother Johnson, he know that word. So no, we gonna we when I now I know this person right here, uh uh know the word. There's many times I know I know people. I can, I have discernment of people that uh that know word. I will go and listen to the word. I did not care for prophecy. Know the reason why I didn't care for prophecy? Because prophecy, a lot of people wouldn't even they prophet prophesy not their gift. And a lot of them wouldn't even prophet they a lot of them wouldn't even uh prophesy out of the true Holy Spirit. They were prophesying out of familiar spirit. A lot of them were prophesy, they were speaking more dead than okay, I see your I see your I see your <laughs> I see your ain't It's a curse on your family. It's a curse on your family. It's coming from your grandmama. I see a sickness trying to hit you. And never will pray for them. They just release the word. We'll never pray. I see you need to deliver and healing. Okay. What do I need deliverance and healing from? Are you going to pray? So I didn't even like prophecy. And if you knew about prophecy, when you get a word, the enemy going to fight you for that word. So I, I try my best to stay away. No, I need prayer. No, I, I, can you pray for this? Can you pray for this? Because there's some monitor spirit will hear your word as well. No, can you pray for this? That's why I say, what do you need prayer for? Let the Holy Spirit speak to you through the prayer. What do you need to pray? If you got the ear to hear it, you'll hear it. The prophecy could be in the prayer. No, you better know who's speaking it in your ear, and everybody can't come in agreement and pray for you. You got to learn that everybody can't pray for you. You shouldn't let everybody pray for you. You have to know who carries the real fruit, who is the true men and women of God. Now, let me say this. <laughs> we know David messed up. We know Moses messed up. There's a, <laughs> I'm laughing. We know Jonah. My, I, every time I, I, I just, Jonah, my God, he was something else. That man, right? I was like, this is one of the stubbornest men, Jonah. But did God still use him? That's a big difference. He was stubborn, but God still used him. He wasn't out there doing no sinful things, but he he wanted to do things his way. He did not want to give the word, go and give the word. He ran for his time. He didn't want to do it. But God still used him. God still used Moses. 
God still blessed Jacob. God still, because they weren't doing the, the stuff that they doing now, that's a big difference. Jacob, Lord, I'm about to get, I'm about, they about to be mad at the Holy Spirit, because, boy, they're about to come out my mouth. Well, oh, well, after Jacob wasn't sitting up there sleeping with men. Come on. Moses wasn't sleeping with men. Come on. Moses wasn't sleeping with children. David, you know, he, he had a lust. He had some, you know, why? Because that's what they believe in back up in the day. But he was a man after his heart. Know the big difference. There's a big difference. You can't be fornicating. You can't be down low and have secret of sleeping with men and children and laying hands on the sick and speaking the word of God. No way. No how. No ma'am. There's no anointing on you. No ma'am. I'm sorry. No sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is we in the word or we not? No. Now some people do have a little 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 little, little stubborn and they get in and you know a lot of prophets they like to be to themselves and they'll shut down. They don't want to be bothered. That's nothing wrong with that. No, you ain't going to be A.A. A. Allen. A.A. A. Allen had an alcohol problem. And they tried to cover it. They tried to cover it up. They did cover it up. But A.A. A. Allen, I don't know if y'all ever looked at his video. A.A. A. Allen had them rolling in, rolling in in the, uh, the they, they would roll the whole house Fill a bed into A.A. Allen's tent revival. They they had the whole house fill a bed. A.A. Allen was selling out. I mean, it would be nothing but house fill a bed, house fill a bed in his revival. People all in the wheelchair and all that. A.A. Allen would sit there and pray and stuff like that. And then he'll go back to that hotel and drink himself. Matter of fact, that's what he died of. He drunk himself to death. They try to cover it up. And I used to say, well, Lord, A.A. Allen was laying hands on the sick and, you know, laying hands on them. Why nobody deliver him? They knew he had this problem. The Holy Spirit began to show me. People compromising. It's a money thing. Long as you bringing in that money, you bringing in that big number, uh-uh. They, they don't care. They going to give you the alcohol. You mean tell me he had all these people around him and nobody said lay hands on him and deliver him? The main one that was doing the promoters, the main one that was that that was uh, giving him the alcohol. That's what, and then he tried to cover it up. Okay, let's look at um, let's look at uh the one that said the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to think of her name right now. 
Ooh, somebody help me out. We know her story. She ended up messing with a married man. The man left her, her his his wife and his family. But as soon as she did that, I guarantee you she could not step her feet in the pool pit. The anointing was not on her. <laughs> what is the woman's name? Kathy Kristen Kathy Kuhlman. The anointing wasn't on her for years. The anointing wasn't. God didn't take it now. But he wants to allow her to be in that pool pit and teach. And she was doing what she was doing. But when she left that man and God restored her, the gift was still there. She went on and, and, and continued to finish her assignment. But as long as you with that man, mm-mm. do y'all not know the anointing wants in? No. God had the ability to take it, to shed it down, to sit you down. He can do that. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, sir. Who told y'all that? Those that keep continuing to be in the pool pit, that means they don't fear God. Knowing what they're doing in secret, they don't have fear of him. You can get up there and you can speak and knowing what you did last night and know that it was perverted. Now, them people, they they on the other side. They don't fear God. They didn't already sold their soul. They already didn't compromise. And some of them have already been turned into a reprobate mind. So we're going to leave that alone. Father God, I thank you for this word tonight. Um, I thank you for what, you do, uh, what you're doing. I thank you, Father God, for your delivering, for your true word. Father God, continue to speak to your people as I begin to release the line. Father God, you know what they need before they even call in. So, Father God, as I have released the word, as I begin to release the word, even the prophetic word, I ask that every intercessor that's on here, they begin to rise up. I call every intercessor, you gatekeepers, his gatekeeper, to rise up, to come forth right now in the name of Jesus. Stand on your post at 12 a.m. Stand on your post at 1 a.m. Stand on your post at 2 a.m. Stand on your post at 3 a.m. Stand on your post at 4 and 5 and 6 and 7 a.m. Stand on your post. Stand on your face. Get your face to the wall. Let me tell you something. There was a time that when I was on the prayer line, there was no one on that prayer line. I wasn't even paying attention. Wasn't nobody on the prayer line. But the Holy Spirit said, go to the wall and face the wall and pray with your face to the wall. Some of you got to rise up and put your face in the wall and pray. You don't know your face to the wall. Do you not know when he told Ezekiel to prophesy to the wind? There is a wind being released upon the earth. 
earth to begin to prophesy to the wind, begin to prophesy in your life. There is a mighty wind that's coming from the east, the west, and the north. You might need to go to the corner of your house and begin to put your face to the wall and begin to prophesy. Today, my household will be delivered. Today, I'm going to receive my breakthrough. You're going to get up up out this house. This is not your address. You better begin to walk the ground. You better begin to give your house as a house of prayer, as a house of worship. Turn your face to the wall and begin to prophesy in your own home. Begin to speak life in your own home. Begin to worship him in your own home. Begin to set up an altar. I'm talking about a holy altar. I'm talking about a holy ground where you got to take your shoes off. Oh, because you cannot come on the holy ground with your shoes. Dedicate your home as a holy ground. Dedicate your home as a house of worship. Dedicate your home as a house of prayer. Dedicate your home as a house of miracle, as a house of favor. Who am I talking to tonight? Oh my God. Speak to your people. You need to turn your face. He said, Ezekiel, prophesy to the four winds. Release the winds into your household. God, whatever's in this house, I command that you come with the wind, with your ruach breath. Oh, Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is in this place, no evil shall come near my dwelling place because I have the blood over my doorpost. I have the blood. I sprinkle it on every four corner in this house. We shall have peace. We shall have deliverance. This shall be a house of deliverance. Who am I talking to tonight? Oh, Father God, as I speak, let this prayer begin to go to my neighbor. Let this prayer begin to go to the west wing, begin to go to the south wing, begin to go to the east and north. Oh, let them hear the prayers of the righteous. Deliver their child. Deliver their husband. Deliver them out of the spirit of depression. Deliver them, Father God. Touch their body. Heal their body. Let them know that you have a woman of God that's in this building. Every demonic activity, I command it to leave right now in the name. Jesus. Oh my God. You better give your own household. You better tell God, even though I own a house, even though I'm in an apartment, but even though my name is on the lease, but you take my name out the lease and you put your name on the lease. This house belongs to you. You come in even in a night hour and you have your way. Touch my children. Touch my husband. Touch my wife in the name of Jesus. This is your house. 
Your name is on this lease. Your name is on the car. That's your car. Where you need me to go, Father God, I will follow. I'm about your business. I'm about my father's business. So wherever you need me to go, whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do it in this hour. I'm going to do it in this season. You take control. Oh, as I begin to pray, I had my face to the wall. I had my face to the wall for hours praying because he said, Hezekiah got bad news. Get your house in order. Come on, Holy Spirit, speak to somebody tonight. Get your house in order because you're going to die. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. Lord, it's me. Remember me. Remember what I did for your kingdom. Remember my works. I know that greater rewards in heaven than it is on earth. Remember me, Father God. Remember when COVID was here. I went out and fed the homie. Remember when COVID was here. I let somebody come and live with me. Remember my works, Father God. I did it for you, Father God. Remember my works. So let miracle hit my body. I will no longer suffer with diabetes. Remember me, Father God. I should live and not die. Remember me, Father God. Remember me when I did works for your kingdom. Remember me. My Let my rewards hit me in this hour. My rewards that you have stored up for me. Remember my works. Remember my great works. Remember I did it for you, Father God, when nobody else would do it. Oh. Who am I talking to tonight? Who am I talking to? You got to turn your face and say, Lord, it is me. Remember me. Remember me. Remember what I did. Remember me. Remember, Father God. Remember me when I was on my face for hours crying out for the lost soul. Remember me, Father God, when you told me to take care of your sheep. Remember me, Father God. I need a miracle with my body. I need you to touch my mind. I need you to touch my son. I need you to touch my daughter. I need you to touch my husband. I need you to touch my wife. Remember me when I labor for you. Oh, <clears throat> who am I talking to? Let that be your heart posture. We got to get to the place of a heart posture. Father, remember me. You say you reward them who diligently seek you. The rewards, the work that I do for your kingdom will give me the rewards. Let me tell you something. The enemy will try to attack your finance. How well do I know that? But you know, today, you better declare and decree miracle. You better go kick his door down. I'm going to take it back. It's not yours. You're not going to steal from me anymore. You're not going to take from me anymore. 
I declare a miracle to hit my bank account tonight. I declare a miracle to hit my home tonight. 12 o'clock, let the miracle hit this home. 12 o'clock, let the miracle hit my daughter home. You got to speak these things at 12 o'clock, whatever the enemy took, not even just at 12 o'clock, whatever he took, it's payback time. It shall hit my bank account. I shall have checks in the mail. You will not continue to take from me. You're going to take your hands off of my body. You're going to take your hands off of my finances. You're going to take your hands off of me. You better say no weapons form against me shall not prosper. And I, I don't expect nothing but a miracle. If you got to go around your house and say miracle, 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 you are a miracle worker. Miracle. I claim miracle. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I claim miracle. Father God, that was a prophetic word that you said miracle and favor. So I claim the miracle to come right now. This will be a season. I will not miss my miracle. I will not miss the hand of God. I expect a miracle. I'm going to expect a miracle tonight as I sleep. I'm going to expect a miracle in the morning when I wake up. I'm going to expect a miracle later on this week. Walk with expectation. You got to speak it in the atmosphere. Why you keep saying he's a miracle worker and you don't see it? No, I'm going to see a miracle. I'm going to see a miracle. I got to see more. I'm going to see a miracle. I prophesy over my own self that I shall see a miracle. Stop letting the enemy take, 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 take. Shut the mouth of the people. What's going on with you? Something ain't right. Why your finance get take? You keep getting attacked. No, you know how you shut them down? It is well. It is well. It is well with my finance. It is well with my body. It is well. You shut them down. If you can't come in agreement with me saying it is well, there's nothing wrong with my finance. It is well because his word tells me that all things work together for the good to those that love God. I know I love God. So if he, if I love God, that means everything's going to work together for the good because I love him. It is well with my soul. It is well with my body. It is well with my finances. I don't know what you're talking about, but you take your ne- negative self over there because it's well. It's good here. I'm going to keep my eyes on Christ. And I'm not going to keep my eyes on my problem. Who am I talking to? You better stand in the corner, turn your face to the corner, and begin to prophesy. I prophesy that a miracle will be released to the east, the west, and the north and south. That they will locate me in this hour. That they will put money into my hand. And oh my God, I felt that in my hand. That money will locate me in this hour. Money, miracle, will locate me. The wealth. Oh, Father God, you say you know where the wicked keep their treasure. You know where the wealth is stored up. 
Go take it from the elite. Go take it from the Numenati. Go take it from them, Father God. Go take it from them. Put it in the account of the righteous. Oh, Father God, we declare and decree you do it right now. I pray that over PGN. The treasure will find us. Gold and silver shall find us in this hour. Everything that was taken from your ancestor, it shall find you. I speak land. Some of you are going to be located that you're going to have land. Huh? There's land. God's going to give it to you because he trusts you. And he knows that you're going to do right by his people. The land that he gives you is for you to take care of his people, to open a form on that land, to feed his people. Because he knows what they're doing to the fruits and vegetables. He's going to give you the land that they thought they took from your ancestor is going to be given unto you. Somebody going to have a testimony. Watch. Somebody going to have a testimony. Everything that they think, thought they took. I'm talking all the way across the board. Your name shall be located. Your name shall be located. I declare and decree. And so y'all know I don't even talk like this. This is the Holy Spirit. Your name will be located. Your name will be located. Sometimes God got to hell it up. Uh, he got to move some people out your life. Because what he bless you ain't for everybody. <laughs> he got to reposition you. Oh, my God, somebody better catch you. He got to reposition you. He got to put you with the right people. Money should locate you. Land should locate you. I'm going to prophesy that those that's looking for a land, you're going to get a land for a penny. Even those going to have, I pray that God will put your name in people's mouth. Who can I give this land to? LaShawn. And they ain't going to be able to shake it. They will hear your name. They will hear your name. Well, who is LaShawn? They will meet you in the grocery store. They will meet you even when you ministry. They will meet you. You're going to show they, your face into them, unto them. When they see you, I don't know. I see you. God showed me you. Your name is so-and-so. He told me to write you this check. He told me to give you this land. He told me to give you this church. Oh, my God, who am I talking to? He told me to give it to you and don't charge you for nothing. He told me to give you this car. He told me to give you this home. Who am I talking to tonight? This is the type of miracle I'm talking about. I'm talking about miracle where you get a phone call and it said, come pick up your car. Your loan have been approved and you know you didn't do no car loan. Oh, somebody think I'm playing. You better start prophesying. You talking about you want to see a miracle. You better start prophesying and speaking miracle. Connect me to those who I need to be connected to. I will not miss my miracle and blessing in this hour. I have seen you do it before, Father. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. This time, do it big. Give us big gift in this hour. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Ways 
That's what I'm saying. He made yeah. many ways. When you say, I don't even know how I got here. I don't even know how this could happen. Yeah. He's still doing it. He's still doing it. He's still doing yeah. it. So yeah. there is a season for you to worship him. There is a season for you to thank him. Thank you, God, that you're still doing it. And you're doing yeah. it. And you're doing yeah. it. And I can just yeah. tell people, only you doing it. It's not I yeah. and it's not me. Yeah. You doing yeah. it. And you continue to yeah. do it. So I can tell my testimony. So I can help the uh, people that you bring along my life and say, nobody but God got me this far, even in my body. Even he touched my body when it was weak and broke down and tore up. You did it, Father God. When I couldn't even get out the bed, you did it, Father God. Even when I was going through a trauma in my life, you pulled me out of my stress. It was you when I thought I was going to give up, when I thought I was going to lose my mind. It was you, Father God. You have been too good to me, and I'm going to continue to shout it out. It was my God. My God is faithful. My God has pulled me through this. It was my Father. It was my faith in my waiver. For that season, but he snatched me back up and said, Daughter, remember what I did five years ago. Remember what I did for you 10 years ago. Remember how I was served. Remember when you thought everybody turned their back on you. Remember it was I. It was I. It was I. And you're going to remember and you're going to keep going and you're going to fight the good fight of faith in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Thank you. Yes, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. To God be the glory. To God be yes. the glory. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you, her strength comes from you. You are her strength. You are her strong power. I ask that you strengthen, touch her back right now. Excuse me, touch her back right now. Touch her back right now. Touch her leg right now. I command her feet to, I command every swollen that's in her body, every information to dry up right now in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach. 
Father God, do it naturally. Do it spiritually. Do it, Father God. Do a miracle. Do it tonight. To touch her body tonight. Father God, that she will not waver, but she will believe that she receiving her complete healing out through her body. Touch her, Father God. Let the Holy Spirit, which is on the inside, that's dwelling on the inside, let it come alive. Let it be alive. Let it be sharp and in wait or awake that them dry bones will not be stiff. Oh, Father God, that she will not be hindering. Oh, Father God, but you will put pepper in her step. And Father God, that people were like, where did this woman come from? How did this happen? But Father God, raise her up. Strengthen her, Father God. I ask that you raise her up. You raise her up. You raise her up. You strengthen her. In the name of Jesus, Father God, even straighten out her body when she lay down in that bed. Straighten out her body. Touch her spine. Touch her mind, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, I thank you. Continue to strengthen her voice. I speak a strength in your voice. Power within you. Your strength come from the Lord. Remember, he's your strong power. You keep speaking. If you got to say, Jesus, 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 until it break, until it break, until it break, until it break, until it break. My God, until it break, I command it to break up out for you right now. In the name of Jesus, you speak it and you call on his name until you see it break, breaking that home, uh, breaking your life uh, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Thank you. Glory. You got to wake up. You speak. You wake up. You speak it. Yeah. Lock the house. You speak it. This is my season. I snatch it back. I take it by force. You will not rob me of my help. You got to speak it. You raise up that leg. You raise up that leg like you marching. The same marching. You raise up that leg like you marching. Thank you for showing up, Father God, when she wanted to give up. She would not give 
ladies thank you <clears throat> for your prayer um god bless you and don't be a stranger call back y'all have a blessed weekend okay we gonna be i'm gonna be okay. all right thank you boy i tell y'all my voice was upon an attack and i'm telling you whew, keep speaking that word Break it. It's breaking. It's breaking in the atmosphere. Two five one three four two Mass who's calling? Where you calling from? Hey LaShawn, this is Latrice from Alabama. Hello, how you doing? 
It is well. How are you? I'm doing great. Go, God. Amen. All right. Is there a special prayer request you have? Uh, I'd like for you to pray as the Lord allows. And I'd like to encourage Cora, your former caller, if at all possible. And yes. to uh, let her know that God is indeed doing what he does, performing miracle signs and wonders, uh, because mm-hmm. I, too, wanted a house and just wanted assistance with the house, and mm-hmm. he gave me a new house. Right. And uh, they're preparing to build that house. Right. Uh wanted that to encourage her heart. And I just believe that he's the same God and he can do it again. Yes. Well, we thank you for sharing that. She's still alone. And so thank you for sharing that. you're doing, this new new thing that you're doing in her life, uh, Father God, I just pray during the process of building that there will be no uh, stagnate, nothing will be held up, no delay, Father God, that this process will go so smooth that nothing will discourage your daughter, that she will uh, go through this process, keeping her eyes upon you. Father God, that after this, everything is going to be beautiful. God just orchestrating everything in your life. Continue to work for the kingdom of God. There's a orchestration. He's lining things up. Everything that you desire. You have that type of faith. He then showed you that he's answering your prayer. Whatever you desire to do in this season, do it. That's why do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. That's what I'm hearing. Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Don't take me. Don't do it. Just do it. <laughs> I'm about to laugh. You remember when we were little and you, you, you with your little friend and y'all get into it and they say, just do it then. Do it. Do it. You know, mm-hmm. they burn you. Do it. So I'm, I'm just saying that sometimes the Holy Spirit wants us to step out and do it. Oh yeah. You got to do something. You you started okay. and I'm gonna finish it. See how see mm-hmm. we love to say start it and watch I finish it. Yeah. Don't you started. Come on, Holy Spirit. Yeah, sometimes he speaks like that. You started and I'ma finish it. I'm gonna finish it. What you started. But you're gonna have to start the process and let me finish it. And when I finish it, it's gonna look like I started it. Oh, come on, my God. It gonna look like I started, but I'ma finish it. You you started, and when I finish it and put my touch on it, it's gonna look like I started. So that's what I see for you. You started. If you want that hotel started and watch how I finish it. Come on, see how I'm 
See how I'm going to finish it. It's going to look like from the beginning to the end, but I need you to go ahead with the process. I'm going to put the paperwork in front of you. I'm going to make it so easy that you know that this is me helping you with this process. This ain't LaShawn speaking. This is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. You finish it. You you start it. I'm going to finish it. Thank you, Lord. I'm just trying for you to do it. Thank you, Lord. That's just I ain't gonna add nothing to it, and nothing will take away from it. You need to, you need to start it. I received that for myself. Come on now, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna receive it. Yes, oh, sir. Nobody don't even want. I take it. Show me to the empty building that nobody wants. I take it because I know when you finish it, it's going to look like something that you have your hands into it. about it, reach out to Randy. He will send you the flyer. 
but we are doing a conference. It's going to be hosted by me, uh, but this is the Father's Conference. Also, we have our brother and our sister, Terrence and Tanisha, is going to be there as well. Uh, it's going to be in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth, which is in Fort Worth area. So if you are in Dallas, Texas, and you want to come or you want more information, we are also is going to have it, try to have it broadcast online, which is Facebook. But we will send that information out for those I will try to uh, for those that's across the country and other states that cannot make it, I would make sure that I would send it to Randy so y'all can click on the link and, and watch it online. So I want to share that. If you want more information about that, reach out to Randy, text Randy, and he should give you that information. Um, it's going to be next Thursday at 2.30 p.m. Okay. All righty. 442 242. Master's calling. Where are you calling from? This is D. Hey, D. And I'm in the. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. Yeah, that's doing? good. I'm, I'm hanging in there. That's great. That's hanging great. in there. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was I was late getting on so I didn't get to hear the whole word tonight because we had revival and um I was yeah but glad I was able to get on. Amen. Well, thank you for coming mm-hmm. on. It's always a pleasure. Um, yes, ma'am. Prayer requests or well, my my prayer request more often than than not is. Is is spiritual, um, just a a, a reconnection uh, to God, mm-hmm. um, just a, a continued, um, I guess, improved, greater relationship, um, uh, better understanding, you know, stuff like that. I know I got natural things that I need, but. I'm more concerned about this spiritual man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I need a uh, financial miracle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And um, I know you say you got on uh, pretty late, but we released that miracle over the, uh, and that's for everyone. We uh, released the miracle, expecting the miracle. Walk over your house. If you got to be saying miracle, miracle for seven days, 21 days, speaking in the atmosphere, make, let that be your decoration uh, for the month, even for the next two months, and read any Bible verse concerning miracle. Just start speaking it and take it back by force. This is my season. Okay. This is not the plan that you have for my life, you know. And ask God, right. just pray that God give you wisdom. Even like I tell people, you know, we watch who we, who we have in our corner at the time when we go through things. That's very important. And um, it is. 
And I, you know, ask the Father to give you wisdom because we all messed up. We all, I can messed up on money, made wrong decisions. Right. The thing is you repent for it and ask the Father to give you wisdom so you would not do it again. Give you wisdom, guide you that you would not do it again. If you clean up your, if you clean up all them credit cards that we ran up, and, and Lord, give me wisdom not to use these credit cards no more. You thank you for that I got them down to zero, but help me to manage my money. Give me wisdom to manage my money. Then we go back out there and get them back up. Whose fault is it? So we have to ask them for wisdom so we would not go back into that uh be in that position anymore. Okay, Father God, yeah. I want my finance to be stable. I want my finance to where I would not have to struggle anymore. Help me with that. I need your help in that area. Uh, if I'm in the wrong location, is there something I'm doing? You always want to go and ask him that. And he'll, he'll let you know. And so, Father God, I ask that you not only teach us, teach all of us. Teach all of us. Um, give us wisdom when it comes down to our finance. You know, let us know what you require for us to do. And so, Father God, I know that the breakthrough is coming to uh, to your daughter. It's coming. The breakthrough is coming. That's his promise. And he's going to stand on his word because we know his word is yes and amen. And sometimes mm-hmm. we have to look at the Bible verse where it say, wait. It say, wait, I said. That's what the Bible verse say, wait. And if you really look at it, it say, wait, I said. Let me pull that mm-hmm. up. I want to pull that up. We have to learn how to wait on him because it might not be the time yet. And while we wait and we trust in him. Well, you talking about credit cards. <laughs> I want to be financially stable where I can pay for what I want. I don't want to ever have to run up another credit card. Amen. For real. I done had my mm-hmm. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. I mean, there you go. And see, that's Psalm 27 and 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of a good courage. And he, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I said, on the Lord. And so we got to have right. patience. We got to let him teach us. Mm-hmm. We got to let him break some habit, our mindset, how we manage, what we doing. He got yep. to take away some stuff away from us. He got to remove some residue. He got to heal our hearts. Because we can make we can make decisions off emotion. We can make decisions out being mm-hmm. hurt. You know, he got to heal Oh, us. yeah. Doing that waiting is a healing. And do, oh, come on, Holy Spirit. Somebody need to write this down. Why are you in that waiting position? There are some decisions that we made for us mismanaged money. Some people go out there and spend money because they, they got that habit. Some people want to go shopping because they hurt or, or they doing this because they want to, you know, they in their emotions. Oh, they want to look, I got to do this, I got to do this. And he's trying to tell us to scale back. Oh, you know what? I was about to say something. 
But Lord, I don't think I'm not going to be mad at me. <laughs> well, say You know what? I'm telling you, it went right in front of my eyes, and I don't want to make nobody mad. Well, you know, y'all know me. Y'all know me. Sometimes you got to pull back again there, them hair weaves and eyelashes and nails. Y'all, I, 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 I'm, I'm telling you, this just flashed in front of my eye. Sometimes do your own hair. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to tell you. Y'all, y'all don't, let, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Sometimes wear your own hair. Let your own hair breathe. You know, mm-hmm. bad hair going to get your hair done is is almost a hundred dollars. <laughs> so sometimes we have to have wisdom. <laughs> Let your beauty show. <laughs> because I'm gonna tell y'all some real talk. I'm gonna tell y'all some. Y'all know we keep it real here on the radio. There's gonna be a time that you ain't gonna be able to go get that hair. There's gonna be a time you ain't gonna be able to go get the nails. There's going to be a time that you ain't going to be able to go get them eyelashes. Now, amen. Please don't tell she up and talk about people wearing her. No, I'm not. You got to be led. And if he's stripping you like that, let him strip you like that. If he's telling you to pull back, cut back, cut back. He might tell you to take that money that you buy for them things and start Stacking up. Start stacking up. Start stacking up on food or whatever. I don't know. But he'll let you know. I'm telling you, he'll tell you. Yeah, I'm saying. Time's going to get hard. Yeah. Time's going to get hard. And some of that money that's being spent, they're going to wish they had it to eat with. See, and y'all, y'all, y'all think I'm trying to be funny. I'm not. People know that I'm That's being for truth. real. People That's know I'm truth. being for real. I'm being for real. <laughs> you ain't going to be able to be able to go get your hair and nails done. So we got to train ourselves. We got to get in the habit training ourselves. You know, uh, let the Holy Spirit lead you on that. And so there, there could be... People, people have to go get their hair done once a week. They got to go get their eyelashes done once a week. They got to go get them nails done once a week. And he probably, and we know everything then went up. And he might be trying to break that off for you. You know, I ain't trying it's to be the same okay. way with the sick. With it's the same way, you know. And I understand people have habits and addictions, but when you look at it, you know. Some people even have to borrow to meet those needs. You better. But you know, if that's a if that is a struggle, you really have to seek God for deliverance in that area because He is not gonna bless you when He's blessing you and you taking it and doing things that He's not even wanting you to do. Amen. You know, and then and then you're struggling. You know what I'm saying? But the struggle comes sometimes because we put ourselves in that position. That's that. So, that's you know, right there. Yeah, and then when we do that, we expect God to just jump right in and, and, and snatch us out. But it don't work like that. Right. You you if you have to go through the process. Just like somebody that's being 
weaned off of drugs, weaned off of alcohol, mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to Alcoholics Anonymous. Go to Jesus Anonymous and let him break those things that are needed to be broken. And and I'm I'm like you. I, I mean, there's saints of God that have habits. There's saints of God that have addictions. Saints of God get depressed. Saints of God get oppressed. Saints of God get suicidal. If you if you be honest, those things happen to people that love Jesus. But yeah. you have to go to God in sincerity and say, Lord, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. And I need you to give me the strength to break these habits. Amen. And pray and fasting to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, especially with the young children, you know, when you're teaching your children uh, certain things, they begin to have those habits. And they begin to expect it. So we are coming That's on right. time. We'll see what they're trying to do to the food. You see what they're doing. There's going to be a time you're not going to be able to get out with. You're not going to be right. able to get it. you do barely going to get some food, you know. So you just need to ask. When he says store up, hide your money, invest your money, ask him where do he want you to invest the money Ask, and, and this is another thing. Okay, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit been speaking to me about insurance. Please invest into some insurance or look at your insurance policy. I see a lot of stuff that's going to go on with the insurance. There's some stuff that's going to go on with the insurance company to where people... And I don't know if people are going to lose this insurance or something going to hit the insurance company. You know, what I'm saying, also, go and make sure you have a buried, and I'm speaking to myself too, make sure you have a buried plot and a plan with the funeral home. And you want to make sure you keep up with that paperwork, make sure everything is legit. But it's like I see some insurance company like it's gonna be a big mess with some insurance company, and this is like life insurance and stuff. I don't know if they're gonna go bankrupt. and what's going on. You might want to pull out your. A lot of people don't pay attention to their mortgage. Uh, they don't pay attention to their escrow account. They don't pay attention to their insurance. And, and a lot of people don't even know this. With the insurance, see the Holy Spirit. Not only that, He'll give us wisdom on your. The insurance, a lot of people don't know there are different type of insurance when it comes down to life insurance and whole insurance. But some insurance, when you reach the age of 80, because they don't expect for us to live that long, when you reach the age of 80, this is for somebody on here, when you reach the age of 80, it pay, you, didn't, you, you paid out. You, you don't have insurance no more. You didn't outlive the insurance policy. So go and look at your insurance policy. You need to pull your insurance policy out. Some insurance, once you get 80 and go past 80, Mm -hmm. you outlive that insurance policy. And then where Mm -hmm. all this money going to go? That has happened to certain people. Mm -hmm. I know some. Go back and look at your insurance. 
If you at the age, if you already in seven, in your age of 70 and 60, you, you need to start borrowing against it. Go take, pull some of that money out and go pay for your funeral at the funeral home. Do some, don't, don't wait till you get eight and they say, oh, you didn't outlive your policy. Look at those insurance papers. Go back and look at your insurance papers. So I don't know who that's for. Well, is there anything else, woman of God? No, ma'am. Well, we thank you for calling you. in and know that everything's going to work out. Just be patient, and it's just going to hit you like a boom. It's just going to hit you all of a sudden, and you're going to like, wow. Yes, ma'am. I, I, look, I'm expecting it to hit me all of a sudden because everything else hit me all of a sudden. So that's got to <laughs> be greater. <laughs> yeah, it will. So just just <laughs> expectations to I thank you, Father, for sudden breakthroughs. Yeah. Sudden, to start the curse. Yes, the Lord, I thank you, Jesus, yeah. for sudden breakthroughs. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a blessed weekend. All right. You too. All right. I want to go there here to this caller right quick. Nine one zero seven zero nine. That's who's calling, and where are you calling from? Alexander, it's Sylvia from North Carolina. Well, 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 well. Some <laughs> told me to go down to this number. Some say I some heard that number you. like her. <laughs> I, I Y'all forgive me. I just have to be led by the Holy Spirit. Some say go down to that number right there. <laughs> and I heard you when you did it. I was like, wow. Yeah, some just say go down to that number right there. And so I promise I'm gonna get you. The, I'll, I'm gonna I'm come back. I'm gonna come back and get in order. But I was just led to come to your number. How you doing? Woo. Uh, well, I'm at home resting for a while. Uh, I've been doing some ministry, so the Lord told me that um, I uh, pretty much need to come in, come in for a rest and be in His presence. So I've been in for couple of weeks now. Amen. I don't know if you heard the message uh, tonight, but (laughs) one of the things saying God will will have you in your home ministry. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you you caught that. No, I didn't. uh, I I was Mm -hmm. on and then I uh, had a distraction in the house and so I'm just... I decided to see if you were still on. Oh, thank you for calling back in. Well, let us pray. So, Father God, I thank you for your your sweet daughter. Father God, I thank you for this elder, the elder of the church. Father God, I thank you that you have used God. You know what? The Father is well pleased with you. He's well pleased with you. He's well pleased with you. Take your rest in when I say take your rest and you have to rest so you can be revived, you to be yes. you know, because you're in your home. You still, he's still going to use you in your home to ministry, you know, on the prayer line or, or people calling you 
or, you know, you could still be used right there in front of your home, and you could be ministering, uh-oh, you could even minister to yourself. You better hear tonight. And you yes. be ministering to yourself. And while you in that place, you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. There are times you have to have the Holy Spirit in that resting place to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. You know what? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit was telling me there's somebody that was on here that I seen uh I seen in the spirit where it was saying, Take it, take it, take it. And this was for you. It's like John. He said, take it. You told John in Revelation to take it. And so while you in that resting place, take everything in. Everything the Holy Spirit is giving to you in this season, take it. Take it. Amen. You take it and you eat it. You take it and you study. You take it and get deep revelation. And that's what that that's that's what's for you. I just heard take it, <laughs> and I heard this is for somebody that was on here, and I and I was looking at the number. See if the Holy Spirit is gonna tell me who it was mm-hmm. for, but I didn't see I didn't see it. I'm like, okay, I, I don't see the call out a number, but when I seen your hands up, the Holy Spirit say take that number right there. So that was, that was for you. And the Holy Spirit, whatever he's given to you and ministered to you in this hour and the season, he wants you to take it. Take Amen. it. Take the book. Take Amen. the revelation. Take the anointing. Take more anointing. Take it. Take Amen. more anointing. Take more food. Take this water. Drink of this water. Drink from the well. Take it. And that's what I hear. Take it. Amen. And so, Father God, so, Father God, in this hour, I ask that, and as your daughter is resting, Father God, that you continue to minister to her. Father God, just help the Holy Spirit minister to her day, night, day, evening, and night. Father God, minister to her even when she taking a bath, ministering to her as she cooking, continue to minister to her. <laughs> you know, I, when I see something, when I, I just be laughing, I it's like the Holy Spirit going to get hold to you to where you want to cut a car wheel. That you're going to think Ooh, I yeah. can cut a car wheel. <laughs> That's what I just say. Amen. Yeah, I, I can cut a car wheel. That's how the Holy Spirit is going to hit you in this uh, resting season. So take it. Amen. Take it. Receive Amen. it. Receive it all. Eat it all. Receive it. Drink Ooh. it all. Don't leave nothing. Like your, like the parents say, you better eat everything on that plate. You better not even leave nothing. Don't Ooh. leave nothing. Take it all. Because Amen. this is your resting season for you to receive it and take it all. So, Father God, I thank you. I ask that you cover this word, protect this word, that there will be no backlash or no retaliation. Continue to minister to your daughter. Use her as she's in that place, Father God. Even minister to the Father. Sing to the Father. Minister to him. Oh, Amen. I know. I think that's strange. No. no. You- Minister to the Father. 
I have yes. done. Minister to the Father. He loves that. He loves that. Amen. I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing. Father God, let her know that you ain't forgot. It's coming. It's coming. Just hold out your hand and it's coming. Hold out your hand and it's coming. So, Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah. Hmm. I had just finished um, studying, and I was led to get back on. So now I see why. Mm-hmm. I just finished. Well, we thank you, Father. Amen. Right on time. Yeah, yeah. Was there anything else, Miss Silver? Oh, no, that was good. That was a lot. Thank you. (laughs) We thank you, Father. Thank you for calling in. And and Mm -hmm. God bless your conference you're getting ready to do. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for sending your blessing. Okay, but thank you, and God bless you. God bless you. Have a blessed weekend. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, let me go back up here. 3991, message calling. Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Angela, South Carolina. Hey, how you doing? I'm well. How are you doing? I know you're doing great. It's nice to hear from you. Yeah, you. Well, 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 well. Well, what's going on? Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite time going for you? I hear you. I said, how's everything going? Well, um... I'm I'm dealing with a situation and um I'm just ask, waiting on the Lord. I'm sitting still and I'm I'm tempted to call and go by somebody's place and I'm just waiting to see, you know, how he wants me to move in the situation. I don't think he wants me to do this yet. But, you know, it's, it's family. Family and stuff and family but yeah, it's, 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 it's a situation, kind of. But um, it's going to be all right. He already showed me that. I just got to wait, I guess. Just the waiting and um, not being able to speak my peace just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, so, Father God, I thank you that you are in control. You are in control. Father God, that I, I thank you. You're not the author of confusion. Father God, we we thank you for fighting our battles. Father God, I ask that you continue to give your daughter wisdom how to handle this situation. That she would look at this situation through your eyesight. Let her see this situation through your eyesight. Father God, did she know without a shadow of a doubt that you are working it out, Father God? I just speak peace. I speak peace. I speak peace. I speak peace. So, 
Father God, that she would not be troubled or bothered by this situation. Mm. Thank you, Father. Father God, I just ask that you touch the heart, just the heart of this family member. Hmm. Father God, I thank you, Father God. I thank you. I ask that you breathe on this situation. Father God, I just ask that this thing, wow. This thing is really messing with your mind. Father God, I just ask that you take over, take over, take over, take over. That you would let her know, let her know tonight, let her know tonight, give her that reassurance. What do you want her to do, Father God? I ask that you wrap your arms around her. I ask that you wrap your arms around this situation. Father God, that she would not make a rational move. She will move the way you want her to move. If you're telling her be still, that you're working this thing out, that you hold her peace, Father God, I just ask that you speak to her so loud and clear that it will shake her to the core. In the name of Jesus. And so, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for ordering her self. I thank you for, you know, just letting her know that you, hmm. Father God, I just thank you for your love. I just thank you, love her, even though when we mess up, even when we do things, you still love us. And just let her know that you've got this thing in control. Do not be quick to move on the rational decision. Don't be quick to move. Don't be quick to move. Do not be quick to move on rational decision. Just be still know that he, he's God. He's God Almighty. He has this situation in their hands, in his hands. Hmm. Yeah. So, Father God, I thank you. And you know what? I'm going to have to pray for you off, off. I'm going to continue to pray for you. Thank you. I'm going to continue to pray for you. I appreciate that. I can barely hear you. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Go, go, you know, just like the Bible, the Bible verse tells us, go in peace. Go in peace. And let him take over this situation. Go in peace. Go in peace. Go in peace. And go and rest. Go and rest. Do not make a move unless he tells you move. Do not make a move. All right. Mm-hmm. 
good for the upstate New York. Uh-huh. Well, the part, at least the part that I live in. What part you in? I live in Syracuse. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you have a prayer request? Yeah, I called in kind of late, but um, and I've been in and out of sleep, so I did hear some. I felt like that I could receive for myself as far as um praying for like miracles because I mm-hmm. do have like some um financial things going on that mm-hmm. I really could use the miracle. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I heard you speaking to someone else and I felt like there was some that I could use that could apply mm-hmm. to me. So yeah. well, here we all the enemy is trying to Break some of us down by taking our, our, our finance. But like I said, you go take it. You kick his dough in it. Now you coming in here and trying to take, take mine. Now I'm going to come and take it back. And you start speaking and speaking, speaking every day. Mm-hmm. A miracle. Before you go to sleep tonight, make that a decoration. Miracle will hit me tonight. Miracle will hit my household, my address have a miracle. I'm I'm blessed going in, blessed going out. I'm highly favored. I'm, I'm above and not beneath. You start speaking them things. If you got to speak that all week for the next two or three months, speak it. I expect a miracle. I expect my finance. And Lord, if there's anything that I am doing, show me. I don't want to mess it up this time. I'm going to walk in favor. I'm not going to be owning no bank. Owe me. You know, you just start the current and decree. And then you get some of your bank cards and credit cards and whatever bills and you start speaking over and you, you write on them. Matter of fact, for everybody on here, write, okay, Lord, I give this to you. Now, I know I might made a mistake. I made this mess, but teach me how to. Uh, have debt. I speak debt cancellation. No more. I will not walk in this season with debt. I will not walk in this season with overdrafting my bank account. All these credit cards. You start laying hands on your credit card and say, you know, speak that these credit cards going to be paid. And I will not use these credit cards to put myself in this type of debt anymore. Whatever, Lord, teach me. Teach me, teach me, Father, how to manage money. Give me wisdom. And, you know, start speaking it and do what you have to do. And so, Father God, I just ask that you touch your finance, Father God. Only you know, Father God. And so I just ask that you give her wisdom. And, Father God, that she will begin to, uh, she will begin to, do new things, a new mindset, Father God, that she would trust you, that everything is turning around, Father God. And Father God, like we say, we forgive us for messing up. Forgive us for mismanaged money. Forgive us, Father God. And you teach us, Father God, give us wisdom to not mismanage money. We, You know, we don't want to go into this hour mismanage money anymore. And Father God, teach us how to save. Teach us how to cut back. Teach us, you know, I ask that you teach her that. And so, Father God, that if she just step out on faith 
and trust you, Father God, with the provision. Trust you with the true prosperity, which is wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And that's why I declare and decree over your life. And so um, we all need that financial breakthrough. And I believe this is going to be the time for that. You know, the enemy got to take his hand out. And you got to speak. If you got to speak, I am favor. I am highly favor. You know, pull out the Bible and declare some of these words over you in your situation. Okay, I'm the I'm I'm the lender, not the borrower. You know, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am a child of God, and my rewards is in heaven. I command it to come down. I command these. These people bless me, bless me. Have them know. I just don't want to hear about people giving people money. I'm going to be the one that's going to receive in this hour. I'm going to be the one that they're going to bless in this hour. Start speaking that over yourself and watch what you say. If you speak that over yourself, don't say you broke. Don't say you don't mm-hmm. have no money. Start saying I'm a millionaire. Start saying I'm a trillionaire. Yep, I said it. I'm a trillionaire. You know what I said? I'm going to be going to a millionaire ball. So I might well give me a pretty long dress. You think I didn't say that? I'm going to give me a ball dress. Matter of fact, I'm going to give me two of them because I'm going to be invited to a millionaire. I'm going to go to a nice ball. You got to speak this stuff in the atmosphere. You have to speak it over. That's all you have to do. And so, Father God, I ask that you teach your daughter, teach her how to do it. Teach her the way when it comes down, you know, if you want to go to a, a ballroom, and some of us ain't never been to a ballroom dance and stuff like that. If that's your desire, speak it. If you want to travel, speak it. Lord, I would like to travel. I would like to go on a vacation. Speak it. Speak it. Ask him. He said, it said he would not withhold no good thing from us. Come on, y'all. And so, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for turning her situation around, that she, this will be a season that she will speak these things and pull it down, pull down everything she needs in this hour, and do not second-guess herself. Do not doubt the hand of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Yeah. Is there I, anything? Um, uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying. I I don't know. I just it had been feeling like it had been like a lot like um with that, and then um I I was wasn't working as much for a little while, <laughs> and then like I caught a um a new like job I don't know I got a new job but it was this other job that I really wanted but I don't know if if it was going to work out or is it going to I don't know so it's just been it's been a lot and that's that's part of the uh, how you say that word procrastination and you're second guessing yourself let me tell you something I haven't worked. <laughs> oh, well, God say rest, rest. You put mm-hmm. everything in your tent. You speaking to somebody that haven't been to work, and 
I have bills and stuff like that, and Lord know my heart and what I want to do. There are things that I want to do, but I trust him mm-hmm. because the war mm-hmm. is going to come. I trust him. I can't keep my eyes on my problem. I got to keep my eyes mm-hmm. on him. What, what, do you, what, what do you need me to be in? What job do you want me to own? If this is mm-hmm. you doing something new and you ready for me to do something else or if you ready for me to move to another state, another country, what do you want me to do? What job do you want me to be on? And you know, yes, you go to school, Lord, this is my heart desire, this is what I do. So you place me in this field, but which company do you want me to work for? Where do you want me to be at? And don't, uh, 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 however you say that word, somebody help me out. Don't don't do that. Okay. Um, what's the name of the word, Jamar? Procrastinate. Who? What's the word? I can hear you, Kim. Yeah, don't do that, cause that 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 hinder. <laughs> they laughing at me over here. Sometimes I get my tongue in. Yeah, don't do that, cause that that that's a stagnation. Okay. I have done that. Mm-hmm. Well, Lord, you said this. You said I was going to be a business owner. You said I was going to have a franchise. Well, it hasn't happened, but what am I doing wrong? Send somebody that can mm-hmm. help. I don't want to waste money paying people to teach me about business and nothing has happened. I, I needed to move. And so the money that I wasted, Two years ago, trying to help, you know, hey, I didn't lose nothing. I'm going to regain it. I'm going to regain it. Mm-hmm. So I'm still believing. You say I'm going to be a business owner, that's what I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it could be me. Uh, procrastinate could stop doing it. Because this, mm-hmm. this happened to you with this person. You just got to go and look at the map and do it again. Look at the blueprint. And now, Father, you give me wisdom. You connect me with the people. You, you, you know, I trust you. I try to do it on my own, and so you, you trust God on it. Oh, thank you. I do have some good news that I want to share. Well, I know I um, <laughs> a few, a couple, maybe like a few weeks ago, I called in and I was telling you that I had. A couple people that was close to me that was um, going through chemotherapy and mm-hmm. um, fighting cancer, and um, one of them texted me today, and she said that her um, scans had came back after her treatments, and she was officially cancer-free. Well, you go, God, you go. Nobody but you. Yeah. So we thank yeah. you, and Father God, we just thank you for. What you have done, you have done it again. Father God, we just speak that she will be cancer-free for the rest of her days of her life. That she will be cancer-free for the rest of her life. There will be no backlash. There will be no regrowth. Father God, that she will be cancer-free. That she will restore her strength, her hair. Father God, that she will live a long life to testify that this is what you have done. Even for the other one, Father God, that that let her have good news. 
Father God, that yes, when Lord. even when they pray, that you are working. Cancer is drying up. Cancer is drying up. Cancer is drying up in the name yes, of Jesus. So Father God, we thank you for this good report. This is a good report, yes. and we glorify you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Wow. Amen. This this is what we want to hear. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. And this is for someone. If you did it for them, do it for me. Whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Even I've seen you work in others. I've seen you do it in others. And I want you to do it for me. I've seen you do it, Father God. I heard it. Don't, don't do it without me. Do it for me. Do it for me. Ain't nothing wrong with y'all saying do it for me. I hear you saying you did it for her. You did it not. not don't say it's selfish now. Mm-hmm. Wow, God. That's a miracle. Wow, Father God. If you did it for them, do it for me. I have seen you work in others. Work in me. Do a good work in me. Do a miracle in me. They let me know. You don't say it with jealous and envy. They let me know you still working. Do it for me. Yeah. And you know something? It was so um, with the financial situation I had going on, I ended up reaching out for help. And then I Mm -hmm. received a phone call today. And Mm -hmm. the phone, I didn't get like, you know, um, I was denied the help after I reached out for it. And I was just like kind of like bummed about it. And then. Mm I'm feeling bummed, and then the message came through from her, and I just was like, wow, God, you know, mm-hmm. he's feeling so good, and, you know, mm-hmm. I know that he's going to come through and make something happen for me as well, so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing. Yeah. Amen. I thank him for she sharing that with you, so that gives you hope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amen. It's right Amen. on time. Well, thank you for sharing that testimony. God bless you, and you have a blessed weekend. God bless you, too, and thank you. You're welcome. You're so welcome. All right. Good night. All right. That was awesome. Okay. Two five one two two nine. Yes, hi, Prophet is like John. This is Sarah calling from Bama. Hi, Bama. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amen. <laughs> hey, yeah. I just want you to, you know, just pray. You know, anyway, the Lord has you to pray because I've been hearing the callers and and it's been phenomenal. And so I said, well, anyway, she wants to pray or uh, anything that's on her heart, that that would be the way the Lord wants you to go. And that's for you too. That song, "Don't Do It Without Me." Whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Uh mm-hmm. Let me see. I want to see something. See if I can find this song. Uh, 
Because it's like I pick up like you forget, well, Lord, what about me? What about me? What about me? He ain't forgot about you. All right. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Yeah, we ain't forgot about about you. Sometimes we just gotta continue to line ourselves up and trust God, and continue can uh, continue to do what He required us to do. Um, sometimes we got the move. We got the move. We can't be stuck and we can't be stagnated. Um, I don't know who that was. You you started. And he's going to finish it. Sometimes we got to start it. And he's going to finish it. And so, you got to trust him that he's going to start it. Just like I was hearing you talking about your uh, needs. Well, you got to continue to look. This is it right here. This is it right here. to that song because he said whatever you're doing in this season don't do it without me you've got to tell yourself you tell yourself you speak it Lord whatever you're doing in this season don't let me miss it don't do it without me don't forget about me I've been waiting and so that that is for you that is for you and don't don't you God don't have you know he don't have a respect of a person as he do it for others, he will do it for you as well. You continue to keep your eyes on upon God. Why why I gotta go through this? Why I'm in this situation? Why this? Some sometimes we have to be in that situation and sometimes we we in that transition. Sometimes we in that breaking and that squeezing and that pressing. It's not for everybody, it's for you. And so whenever he does something for you, it's gonna be for you. And so um, keep your eyes on God. You know, I'm going to say it again. I have that type of faith. You lay hands on yourself and you command your healing. Command it. Command it. And don't don't take, take a thought. When the pain comes, <laughs> what you doing? Now, I'm going to walk today. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to run today. I'm going to run down there to the corner. I'm going to run to the mailbox. Sometimes you no. Sometimes you got to your own self. I'm going to run today. Uh-uh, you're going to move today. Uh-uh, I'm going to walk up these stairs today. And every step that you take, thank you, Jesus, you walk up one step. Thank you, Jesus, you walk up two steps. Oh, Lord, thank you for your strength. You don't know I'm on third floor. 
And, and my friend could tell y'all were huffing and puffing. But every time I get up there on that third floor, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your strength. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then it get easy. It get better. And it going to get better. And it's going to get better. When the enemy takes taking your finance, thank you, Father. No weapon form against me. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And you got to laugh at me. You got to laugh at me. This will be a season you laughing at me. Thank you. You keep trying, but it ain't going to work. You laugh at me. Thank you. Thank you. You got to take over. You laugh. Thank you. I mean, I be in here laughing. Boy, 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 I tell you the truth, Lord. I mean, I'm telling you, people probably say, what is wrong with this woman? You got the the father, when he showed me that he laughed at the enemy, y'all, that is real true. He'll put a laugh in. He'll make you laugh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you won't take over you. You take an authority over, and so you have to speak Thank to you. your. Um, what is his name? John Hagen. John. Um, what is his name? I read this book. Let me let me pull it up, y'all know, cause y'all know I get some names really messed up here. Mhm. Get some names mm-hmm. messed up. Let me get his name right, honey. Not him. What is the man name? What's the man name? Not the one in Texas. Not Hagee. But he was sick as a child. I read his books. He was sick as a child. And he supposed to have died. The enemy would take him. His mom and them, if you read his story, his mom and them planned his funeral. He seen his funeral. Mm-hmm. He was a little boy. He had a, a a sickness, a real disease um, that he didn't supposed to make it at a certain age. And the family was coming there asking who who he want preaching at his sermon. How did he want it and everything? And the enemy saying he even seen his funeral taken away, but he he will read the book. Kenneth Hankin, that's his name. Ken, Kenneth. Hang H-A-G-I-N. And um, he was supposed to have, he had a, a, a really, really, he was sick as a child. And he didn't even supposed to make it. But he said his grandmama gave him a little Bible. He pulled out that Bible. He would read it all the time. But anyway, uh, he didn't, he didn't die. He lived. He lived. And even after, you know, he started doing ministry work, the enemy came and cho- told him. Oh, you thought you got away that time, but I'm going to get you now. And he said he just started laughing. Every time the enemy come to him and say, oh, I'm going to take you, I'm going to get you, he said he'll just laugh. <laughs> and he said, you didn't hear what I said, he'll laugh. <laughs> you know, and he'll speak the word. He'll, he'll speak the word over himself. Well, that man, he lived for a long time. All right. He, the word you have to go look, look at, listen to his testimony, uh, and go read some of his books. He got okay. he, he walked in that uh, healing anointing, mm. and I remember he had some really really good sermon. I remember he saying he was at a a, a sermon and uh, 
And it was some young guy up there preaching. He's like, man, I need to get that microphone. And he said, I need to get that microphone and speak on that microphone. He said, the Holy Spirit got hold of him and said, I didn't call you to do what he do. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's 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 my uh shepherd. He's a pastor. He's my shepherd for the sheep. You ain't no pastor. Uh-oh. See, that's where you're calling he, he said the Holy Spirit set him down, told him, no, you will not get that microphone because that's not what I called you to do. But he's, right. he is called to do that. He's called as a shepherd. You're not called as a shepherd. Mm. And he said he had to learn right. that. All right. And so, you know, so when it comes down to healing, I read a couple of his books. And he has some good sermon um, when it comes down to healing. And that's what I used to read when I was going through things with my body. I was re- I would read uh, Andre Murray. Great. I mean, when the enemy attacked his voice and he couldn't talk for two years, I think it was a year or two years, uh, he wrote 260 books. Wow. Powerful. Right. That. I'm talking about it's inner healing, deep healing, and uh, absolute surrender. He got some books that break the word of God down. And one day I called PGN, and Randy gave me his name. He said, I don't know why he gave me this name. Maybe you know. And he said, Andre Murray. And I'm like, I don't know him. He said, I don't know why he gave me that name, but he said, I heard that the father wants you to go research this person. So I'm thinking, is this a family member? You know, because I pulled it up, and, and uh, I pulled up the name, and I'm looking at the guy, and I'm like, uh, he was from Africa, but he was like a, looked like he was a white man or something. And I'm like, uh, is he a, a relative? And um, Randy looked it up because it, it caught him by surprise, and somebody ended up testing him and said, you don't know who that is? You don't know who that man is, and they end up telling him who he was, and that was my word, was that man's name, and the mm. Holy Spirit wanted me to go read his book. I'm talking my I read his book in one day. Put that book down, pick up another book. Amen. Very powerful very powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, just deep. I started telling other people about the books, and they were like, man, 260 books he wrote. He he lived in Africa. They even got a, a school name out for him. They said that man really uh, carried the anointing of God that when he died, he worshipped they say he will worship when he took his last breath. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, I'm mm. like, oh my God. So oh, I, yeah. I, he would just, and then he, he took me to Smith with a work. And he would take me to, mm. uh, uh, what's the other one named? John G. Lake. Because he would let me know that's going to be part of your ministry too. That's why you get attacked so much in your body. All right, now. And so 
and he led me to these people, and he, he told me to come out PGN, CBN, don't listen to that, and I would just re- I just read those books. Mm-hmm. I read the auto books and everything. I'm telling you, I just couldn't get enough of Andre, Andre Murray. Wow, I've got to get into him. I mean, Mm -hmm. it sounds like him, Andre Murray, and Kenneth Hagee. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Okay. Smith, you know Smith Wiggle, boy Smith Wigglesworth, he threw Uh dead babies against the wall. And I'm like... If you do that these days, they will been arrest you. He threw babies. He would go, Smith Witherwork would go to the mark. God gave that man anointing to raise the dead for real. Mm. It will be people coming to his conference, can't even walk. It was one, one, uh, this man did not watch TV. You couldn't bring no newspaper in his house. He didn't have none of that in his house. Only thing you was allowed to bring in his house if it wasn't the Bible. You couldn't bring, he didn't listen to no radio. He didn't listen to no news. You know, back up in that day, they really didn't even watch TV. You can, you couldn't bring anything in his house. They said when you went and walked in his house, he would have the Bible. That's it. And um, <clears throat> it was one uh, testimony. They said they went uh, went to one of his uh, conference, and um, it was an old woman. Say she was up in age, and you know they had to help her up there on the stage. And he told them to let her go. She couldn't stand up, and she fell. He said, "Pick her back up." And he said, let her go. She fell down again. He said, pick her back up. And he said, let her go. She fell again. And somebody in the crowd said, you are so rude. That's an old old, old woman. He said, look, you mind your business? This is my business up here because that ain't that woman that helped, uh, that's on her. That's that demon on her. And he was saying, he wasn't doing that. He was, he was getting them demons out of them. And he he could see how the demons will have them bind up. Even uh, Kenneth uh, Hagen would say that. He would see demons on their shoulders or wrapped around their head. And so they did some weird stuff. Mm. Yeah. And so uh, John G. Lay had this big old book on John G. Lay. And John G. Lay spoke in a lot of tongues, and in his book, he ended up interpreting. God uh, gave him the gift to interpret his tongue. So in this big old thick book with John G. Lake I had, he had wrote nothing but interpret the tongues that God given him. It's a big, it's a big uh, burgundy book. I had that book. I still got that book. John G. Lake. They were trying. They he was up on investigation because they were trying to thousand thousand people would come to his crochet. You know, um, and I said they wrong, but he uh, they started investigating him, which we know that's gonna come. That's back up on the earth too. They thought this man was doing something. They were trying to figure out how these people were leaving in the doctor office, going to him and being healed. So they. <laughs> He told him, he said, I tell you what, 
He said, take me to the lab. He told them take him to the lab because they was investigating him. And uh, he said, you get your worst case. You get your worst case. Disease, uncurable disease. Y'all can look it up. Now, I'm paraphrasing it now. You get your uncurable disease, the worst one. They took him right to their lab. They got the disease, and you know they had it in whatever they had it in. He put, he didn't have on no gloves, he didn't have on no mask. He told them to pour that, that, that virus in his hand, and when they put it in his hand, it died on contact. <laughs> My Lord, the power, the power of the Lord. This, I think it was counts. It was something that it, it was killing people. I, I'm going to have to look it up. They put it in his mm-hmm. hand. The virus died in his hand on contact. This is John G. Lake. This is what yeah. uh, the Holy Spirit will have me read about them. Dominion over disease. Mm-hmm. He was known. He had a healing ministry. Mm-hmm. So John G. Le- John G. Lake and Andre Merrill was in Africa. John G. Le- John G. Lake was here in the United States, and he had a multi-million. Listen, this is for somebody. See, God gonna show you and lead you to what's gonna be part of your ministry and calling. John G. Lake had a million, a, a, like a million dollar company, insurance company. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. went to him one day and told him to lead that company. He started that business with one of his partners or whatever. Told him to leave it, pack up his family, leave that company, get on the plane, go to Africa. That's where you're going to be living at. He didn't know nobody in Africa. He had a multi-million dollar company, insurance company. Obedience is better than sacrifice. John G. Mm. Lake got his family, and he he didn't have no one or two kids. They had some kids. John G. Lake had some kids. His wife got on the plane ticket, went to Africa, and when he went to Africa, while it was somebody over there waiting on him, he had a place Mm. to stay. Now you got to move when God say move. Yeah. You got to move when he say move. Yeah. Move to the United States to Africa. Mm. That's the power of God. Mm-hmm. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Mm. And so he, he will have me read about these people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you can go read about him. He had mm. that, and then he opened a thing. He opened a thing. Um, he opened a thing. Uh, in um, uh, I think it was somewhere in the United States called the Healing Room, and people used to go there and get healed. I think it's still open because you know he had a lot of. He had a lot of children, too. He was known as God's Apostle to Africa. Born in Canada, 1870. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. 
So he will he will have you look at people, listen to people like that. And I'm like, is this, you know, sometimes you be like, wow, this is just too too good to, this is just, just too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I would go to the father and say, well, Lord, you did it for John G. If you did it for John G. Lay, Smith with the word, that's why you better be careful what you ask for. Better be careful now. I'm like, okay, they want, I want to see this. I got to see this. They said teeth were growing in at the Azusa Street. People would go there and people would put their hand in their mouth and teeth would grow out. Well, guess what? I'm going to put my hand in my mouth and command these gaps to close and teeth to come out. You did it for them, so I'm going to do it for me. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, he can do it because I was having some problems with the right knee. First, it started mm-hmm. on the right knee. And every step I went up, I have 13 steps to go up every day. And mm-hmm. every step I went up, I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. I'm healed. Mm-hmm. Thank you for th- yeah. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for mm-hmm. next thing I know, the mm-hmm. right leg is healed. That's where mm-hmm. the pain started with the right leg. It was going down. Mm-hmm. Now the right leg is healed. Now I get, you know, and I have the same thing, healing, that the Lord did with me. I'm going to go to the left, left knee. Mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. they want to do surgery, but, and I said, no, the, the Lord is healing. He's healing. He's about healing. Mm-hmm. Well, he keeps speaking it. Kenneth Hagen kept saying, he kept speaking it until it manifests. You got to keep speaking it. And so we thank you. And then, you know, sometimes, even he, even uh, Kenneth Hagen says, sometimes God, you know, we don't know the answer why he don't heal people completely. You know, I can say that's the phone in the flesh. Um, but Sometimes, you know, some people have to, you know, have that, 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 whatever going on with their body. And, but we don't know the answer to that. Why? He, he, they let you know. We don't know the answer why. Mm-hmm. And so, well, it's so nice to talk to you. And, yeah. It's been, I've been listening for a while, at least for about an hour, hour and a half, and this has been a a fireball. You have been a fireball for God tonight because I'm telling you to go as long as you've been going. It's nothing but the grace of God. It's nothing but energy. For real. For real. Mm -hmm. After I hear the word, my body be like, it literally be coming down and, and I I can feel myself coming down. Then you praying for people. It's a lot. I tell people on Saturday I have to recover. I really do. I just have to lay down and recover. Yes. Well, can I pray for you since to, <laughs> well, that's ahead. all right? Go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, dear Father God, we come here. Everybody that's on the prayer line. And first, I like to. First, I'd like to say, uh, you know, giving you honor, Father God, giving you praise, Father God, and thank you, Father God, for Prophetess uh, LaShawn, that she may continue to go on, Father God, 
as as you give her the missions to carry on, Father God, in uh, Texas, Father God. And I thank you that you're giving her life, health, and strength to keep going on and doing your work, your will. And, Lord, Father God, let everything be done in your way as she travels on and does your mission. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much. I'm going to do something before I get off. We have a couple people on here. I just want to speak one word and we speak one word. I mean, I'm asking the Holy Spirit, just give me one word. I'm not going to unmute you. I'm just going to call out your first three numbers and ask God to give you a word of encourage. Give a word of encourage, and I pray that you receive it. I just want to bless you. Uh, bless each and every one because y'all hanging in. It's what time? It's 1237. And I just want to speak a word of blessing, speak a word of encourage over you. So you might hear me calling out your first three numbers. I just want to speak a word of encourage. Go tonight and continue to speak it over yourself. I'm going to play a song after I speak the word. God bless you. Thank you for calling on. Y'all hanging in there. It's almost 1 o'clock. Y'all still on the line. So I just want to release a word. Like I say, I'm just going to release a word, release a word over you. So 61A, I release the word. Do all you can do. Do all that you can do to stand. Do all that you can do to stand. Stand firm. Stay, stand firm. Continue to stand on the word of God. Do all what you can do to continue to stand. You stand and you stand firm in this hour. Stand. 214, don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Spike with what's going on, don't give up. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. Don't give up on your household. Don't give up. Don't give up on what's going on. Do not give up. And don't give up on yourself. 111. I'm trying not to get triggered up on this one, 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 you go for, you go for, go for, go for, quit holding back, go for, you continue to go for, God ain't going to leave you or forsake you, 804, this is your season for greatness, this is your season for greatness, this is your season for greatness, this is your season for greatness. And I pray that whatever word that was given unto you, that you receive it. And just like I said, I just want to speak a word over you. Um, and I pray that y'all receive it. You know, go, go, go in peace. Go, it is well. Go, it is good. Go that God is fighting your battle. Go in peace. Have a peaceful sleep tonight. Rest well tonight, and I just pray that God cover each and every last one of you. God's hand of protection will be upon you in your household, your family, and that God will restore it all, restore everything that the locusts and the canker run, that it will be restored, that this will be an hour that you rest. And that you will get connected to him like never before. I just want to bless everyone. Nobody leave this, this leave tonight without being blessed. So I just want to release that word. Thank y'all for calling in. Go in peace. It is well. 
it is well. Remember Jeremiah 29 and 11. He know the thoughts that he has for each and every last one of you, your family, your marriage, and it is good. It's to prosper you. It's that you have a expecting end. It is good. It's not evil. It is good. It is good, and it is well. Thank you for joining us tonight. God bless you, and have a blessed weekend.
know this is why we do what we do. We want God to be glorified through our worship so that people who don't know him would want to know him. And, and you know, God made it pretty easy for us. He was willing to send his only begotten son. His son was willing to give his life. And because he died on the cross for our sins, all we have to do is believe and we can be saved. The Bible says in Romans 10 and 9 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. It's just that easy. And I, I want to ask you to accept Jesus into your heart because I know for sure that that will be the best decision you have ever made and the best one you will ever make. Jesus changes everything. He gives you life. He gives you hope. He gives you peace. He heals your body. But you know what? The greatest miracle of all is that when we leave here, we get to be in his presence forever. It's eternal salvation. It never runs out. His love never ends. It never runs out. But you have to receive this gift. And so if you want it tonight, repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus. I believe that he died on the cross for my sin. And I believe on the third day you raised him from the grave. I confess I'm a sinner. But I believe you're my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. I invite you into my heart. Be the Lord of my life for the rest of my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so I will be empowered to live a life pleasing to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer and you believe it, you know what you're saying. You know what? He's your future. He's your hope. He's the anchor of your soul.